Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. <laughs> My name is Matt. My <laughs> name is Zach. I'm Eastside. And but count them, count them. We're five friends made better yeah. friends through love of professional. There's, I wouldn't there's... necessarily say friends or five. <laughs> there's... Wait, there's... Oh, the, uh... Or five, definitely five. <laughs> we there's, can all at least agree that there's five of us on this Zoom call. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> we can. It's a fact. It's like... One, and I don't want to get into flat earth theory so. again, you say. Five. Um, yeah, it's not only a special day because this is number 200. We have a very special member of Cream Nation. Um <laughs> One of one of our biggest cream pies, Bryson. Oh. Bryson is here. Oh. Oh. Thanks our, for having me, guys. How's our favorite cream pie? Stop it, please. <laughs> I wouldn't say favorite. <laughs> I wouldn't say pie. <laughs> yeah, okay. and, and that, when I said that, actually, when, uh, you know, we're not all friends. It's actually that I hate Matt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but we talked about but that we've we've we keep that te- typically off podcast. But yeah, yeah, we just yell say, at each other incessantly. I was gonna say, Issa, I'm pretty sure me and you have known each other for at least a decade now. I don't even know how long I've known anybody. <laughs> Hell yeah! Man. I don't even know how we Hell became yeah. friends. Internet. <laughs> Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. <laughs> oh, dude. Hell yeah. um, I'm just kidding, everybody. I like everybody on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say podcast. <laughs> yeah, more we're kind of now That's more leaning fair. towards leaning towards audio experiment. <laughs> audio experience. Audio experience. Audio love cycle. <laughs> Welcome to this week's audio love cycle. I would say with audio slow with, dre- with your dreamy creamers. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we're talking about coaches again. <laughs> um Bryson. You have recently listened to every episode of this this show for some goddamn reason. So we have a, a really big question on this. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so I honestly started listening because Drew told me to one time because we had the podcast. Drew heard about Listen. it before you did? Yeah, I believe Weird. that podcast is a piece lost, of shit. Lost, lost, lost after, after apparently we've been friends for the last sixty nine years, you don't even support. I didn't. How did Drew find out about it? Because I only know well, Drew through your podcast. Well, so I before this, I didn't really listen to wrestling podcasts other than like Colt Cabana or stuff like that. Especially nothing like smaller. I never listened to like Raw uh, coming in Raw Raw Talk or anything like that. Um, I watched too much wrestling i was always too too immersed into it to actually sit and listen to podcasts and then drew told me to listen to one episode of your guys because you guys said something about us oh, and i yeah. listened and i was like all right that's that was fun and, and then i don't know after just a few listens to it it just it felt like i don't know it felt like it wasn't just a podcast it felt like i was just hanging out with you guys and last year I mean, I'm sure anybody that knows me knows last year I went, I was dealing with some pretty traumatic health stuff. <laughs> East, I can relate, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but just like while I was in the hospital and stuff, 
listening to this podcast made everything so much easier. And so that's why. There <laughs> yeah. You guys have become awesome. definitely a bit of a security blanket for me. So, yeah, yeah I guess that everybody... knowing that, no, knowing guess that sh- somebody listens. No, I was going to say, no, knowing that somebody listens to this show has been a security blanket for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the fact we have two fans, but now who's going to listen to this? We're, we're down to one. It's just going to be Emma. We appreciate you, Boyard. Um, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I guess I should have prefaced it by saying the beef is squashed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I was actually going to start a new one today. Oh, okay. We can do that. I'm good with that. I was just going to call out the cowardice of talking all that shit on Bryson and then on here being like, wow, you're our friend now. <laughs> uh, no, we're just being like Ric Flair to Sting the time when they're like tag, they like were oh, a tag team. Yeah. And Ric Flair like because, yeah, the turns come. backstage, didn't yeah. come until like halfway through the match, came out in his fucking dress, like dress clothes. And it was like, got to tag in, tag finally tagged in to like help Sting and immediately punched Sting face. and turned on him. <laughs> This After is, all that build up, <laughs> all right. This going, is this podcast is the look that Brett gives to the camera when he's hugging Owen and that one thing. Oh, I love that look. <laughs> it's, it's, the, the, this podcast is LA Night and Bryson is Ted DiBiase. <laughs> That's just a fact of life, yeah. son. Um, well, yeah, before we get into goofiness, yeah, this is the 200th episode. We're gonna talk a little wrestling, probably, or something. I don't know. We'll figure well, it, it out. It'll all be wrestling adjacent, yeah. yeah. Just because it's us that's wrestling adjacent, because we're <laughs> wrestling. We are. We are wrestling. We, I mean, are we, wrestling. We are NXT. You're welcome. We are. You're welcome, Vince. Um, sure we are NXT. We Speaking are. of the NXT, um, anytime that someone back in the day would wrestle uh, American Alpha, they were kind of wrestling adjacent. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Hurt Ankle's kid. They picked the wrong kid. Also, uh, we are brought to you. By the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Yes, indeed. Isn't that oh, yeah. Isn't that We're on thing? Eavesdrop. Jizz.biz. Go there. Um, There's like two new shows now, start randomly in the same week out of nowhere. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, a, that's yeah for a while well. I thought like we were like the only active ones along with like whatever Brett was doing. No, I looked it up. Every show's active. Good. I, I, I don't yeah. know why. I just thought everybody else. I think it's just because we never are at the studio and yeah. see yeah. things change. We never there. get to see people anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like we could run into people or just see like the different shit like that would change the studio and the free chips. God, I miss the free chips. <laughs> mm, yeah. My mom could get drunk at that one potluck they did and tell everyone that I had a big ass head when I was born. Oh, yeah. What? 95th percentile? Yeah. Exactly that. Exactly that. But it's because my brain's so much bigger. all right let's get into takeover all right let's do it in your your house in in my house my house i love the presentation of it because i love todd pettengill Mm because i grew up like that was like my real real like like era that made me fall even more in love with wrestling because like i was a warrior kid but also i was like four or five but then like the new generation era that was me like waking up seven o'clock so I could watch fucking WWF Mania with Todd Pettengill. And then Livewire, where it was like him and Vince Russo and shit, just like fucking in a like a studio control room. It was great. Love it. Great presentation. I hope they, to, yeah, I hope I, I love that there were like that in your house as like a, a series of pay-per-views are just I don't know. I feel like you can now nah, I could be wrong, but I feel like you could pluck any of them out of the fucking ether. And it's just a it's just a wild time. Like the atmosphere is just such an interesting 
like uh, premise where, you know, I love a house setup. It reminds you of a good old fucking, it's like, oh, am I sitting here watching Full House? No, I'm not. I'm watching something that I like. Hey, cut it out. The old in your house pay-per-views all had like either one surprisingly good undercard match, usually for like the IC title. And then the worst main event you've ever seen. Yeah. Diesel versus Mabel. Or a pretty good main event and then literally garbage. Like one or the Ahmed other. Ahmed Johnson. Mm-hmm. Hey, whoa. Ahmed Johnson. Let's not, let's not disparage the great name of the Pearl Rover Powerhouse. <laughs> he wore like six knee pads and it was great. Um. But yeah, let's get in the card. Um, Bronson Reed and MSK uh, defeated Legato Del Fantasma. I love Best this match. match. On the card. It, it set the tone really well um, as far as like what the night could be. Um, it was also the only match, like, we're, spoiler alert, that uh, Babyfaces won. <laughs> true. That's true. Oh, yeah, so interesting. I was like, yeah, we're going to be great. But oh, it was great. I love Bronson Reed. He squished Santos again. Um, Legato del Fantasma, mm-hmm. like uh, Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza, I think are severely underrated. And it's just cool they're being able to spread their wings a mm-hmm. bit here and and like actually get a showcase. And I think they're showing out every time. Yeah, I think and they really all look cool. good in suits too. Yeah. Oh, they absolutely oh, yeah. do. It's a handsome just, group of boys. Just cool. Uh, that I love. Yeah, I love that they kick off the whole show with like if just you know with maximum amount of stakes. There, there was nothing. there was there was two stakes there. It was a New York Strip. And then there was there was kind of a cheaper one. It was just a sirloin, but you know it was good. They cooked it well. Yeah, yeah. as long as it's cooked yeah. well, it's good. Good old, good old good old school cafeteria steak. Okay. Um, no. So we have to. Did you did you get school steak? Like I don't get steak. School steak. That's school what steak. just Matt said that there's school steak. I never had a school steak. That's like what a Salisbury, Salisbury steak. steak that's what a Salisbury steak is. Oh no! Shut up. <laughs> What Salisbury steak? Cool steak. Just, no, I was no, so. Isai, we went to the same public schools. We, <laughs> I know. We, we had this, we we had the exact same. We had cheese. Lo- well, I mean, you were younger than me, so maybe they introduced school steak. I don't know. I got I got cheese yum yums and crispito day, and then oh, whatever, fuck, the, yeah. whatever the fuck came before and after. A really Is- weird gray hamburger. <laughs> yeah. I used to love eating those uh the banquet microwave Salisbury steak meal. Oh, I mean, so same. Bad. same. same. So I with, gross. When I live with Joel, something about the, something about the sauce. Joel, Joel would fucking destroy some of those banquet uh, pot pies, just like one after another. Especially Damn. after he hit some of the gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Zaya Lee versus Mercedes Martinez. Was that next? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so this is one thing I really enjoyed about this pay per view, and then Zaya Lee kind of showed it out. Is I love when people have like pay-per-view gear i don't know it's just a Me little too. extra spice on it so she came out and it's like she looks so cool like with a different hair and then like the new gear the like, hat with like the cool frills in front of it yeah i'm like fuck yeah like that that's how you make things feel different and important it's not it's like a randy orton where it's like i got the blue trunks the black trunks the white trunks like it's just like a whole different presentation because like you're amping it up um i thought it was a solid enough match mm-hmm. mm. it, it did its job what yeah. did y'all think of? Yeah, I thought the match itself was fun. I think the big kind of takeaway was, you know, Mei Ying finally got out of the, got out of her chair yeah. and appears to have supernatural strength. Hell yeah! 
Uh, no, that is the uh, fucking world famous Tongan death grip. Oh. Made famous by this is Mei Ying. Made famous by Ming. So if you really squish it together, it's the oh. same thing. So it's actually Ming. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Um, this Man is an, called me. This is an example <laughs> of weird shit done right. It's going real slow. They're just ed like just edging you. Say it. Ed, they're just edging. Push, pushing it out, and like it's intriguing, and it hasn't gotten bad yet. I still don't trust that's that it where, won't that's get where we bad, are sitting. But I'm I'm still very interested. It's one of my I love weird shit, which is why I want to like The Fiend or Alexa Bliss stuff so much. Even though I don't, I know it's bad. I will admit it's bad. I will say it's bad. But thank you. I like it too, though. I want it to be cool because this this stuff interests me. I like weird shit. I like mystic shit. It's cool. Well, this this is it done right. So we're seeing like Mm. two sides of the same coin on different shows from the WWE, which is. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else, Matt? No. Okay. Bryson, what's your thoughts? Um, I think it served the purpose really well. Uh, I think Xia Lee is fantastic. I think what they're doing with TM Shaw is dope. I really wish they would include Boa more. He just gets his um, ass beat every, yeah. time. <laughs> every time. That's... That's one criticism I have of it because, like, in these promos, they get those promos, they got hit, they got the shit kicked out of them, and like to prove their toughness. And they don't act tough in the ring, they get hurt and they sell. They should no sell everything, no, because then then I'll just create bullshit. That's true, like the fiend, and that's why everyone hates the fiend. (laughs) That's true, no selling folks, even though sometimes sell 2019, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. they like could do a thing where they like basically hulk up at, for towards the finish. Yeah, where they like they know sell, but they definitely can't like the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at a certain point, like they reach the under the level, they go super saiyan and they hit their limit break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Oh man, I, I can't clone myself to beat both of these people. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes I, they gave it i loved it i loved it i went in mm-hmm. i you know i know that there's a uh, audio evidence of me being like i want them to give it to cameron i'm glad they didn't mm-hmm. y'all all of y'all all of y'all said cameron except for me last week yeah yeah you know but look here's the it, thing. Ma- it makes it ma- like right when you said it, i'm like oh that makes so much sense mm-hmm. it's but, a heel belt yes uh and honestly like la Knight looks cool as fuck with that belt mm-hmm. i i like this match because they it was like a wrestling match that also had ladders um and then like they tease spots tease spots and they didn't do like just a bunch of just dumb car crash stuff the whole time mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's like they, they they built the match and then they got to those but right. oh my god the fucking the ladder in the corner on its <laughs> oh, side oh, was yep. one of the dumbest things i've seen this side of the dude. alistair uh black adam cole fucking chair spot oh my god yeah, yeah, right was... i know dude the way his the way cameron grimes spine just Fell on that like horizontal ladder was just oh my god it, it hurt but, both of them. But what's crazy and kind of like you're saying is they did such a good job building to that point that they didn't have to do four or five other 
potentially uh, like career injury spots. I was expecting a cave in, like right. That's what I was expecting to a guy ladder. climbing yeah. to a guy climbing a ladder, like yeah, exactly. from Cameron Grimes off the top of it. Like that's what I was expecting. Just something really stupid. I'm glad they didn't do that. Cameron Grimes uh, also was like, like outside of four fifths of the main event, he was the like because those guys are kind of different here than everybody yes um like he was super fucking over like this crowd mm-hmm. was was kind of quiet the whole time like they like made a little bit of noise but cameron grimes like really got him to come up so he he's like he i hate even talking about this guy anymore but he reminds <laughs> me of like the like groundswell for velveteen dream when he started getting over mm-hmm. or bianca when like bianca started getting over like yeah where it's just like it's like oh this if they do this right this is gonna be huge in like six months yeah, like it's already been there, but and when we get to when we get to the TV, um, yeah, we can just go fucking... to it right now. Yeah, because yeah. that's big. Uh, um, okay, so on the TV, they uh, the TV show they had a presentation for LA Night, and you had essentially like a almost like a shoot promo of like Sean Ricker, which is kind of cool because you saw the LA Night kind of go away a little bit for a second, and then he just kept going and going, and so you knew it's like, oh yeah. This guy's turning. Just yeah. when is it happening? Is it now? And then he's just like, oh, now I have everything I've ever wanted. He got presented with the belt. Had Ted put it on him. And he was like, you know, I remember watching you as a kid, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, now that I have everything I wanted, now time to drop what I don't need. Fucking Dex the million dollar yo, man. Who's yo, took a 60, yeah, 67 year old, years old taking a bump. Damn. It was such a good bump. Mm-hmm. That, like This was done so well in yeah. The reason why I, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. Okay. The reason why it was done so yours. well is because in NXT, they have presented million dollar man. Uh, he is a legend. Mm-hmm. He's not a geek. Yeah. He's a guy. It was a guy that was from, you know, the yesteryear that they've come and they put on a pedestal and the fans love him. They presented him that you should love him because he was great. And that these two wrestlers are vying for his title his and legacy. for his tutelage and his legacy. Exactly. Whereas, like on the main roster, all the legends are presented as geeks, and they're just and they just it's like they get disrespected, and it doesn't matter when like Randy kicks like forty of them in the head, and now and now yeah. people are just cheering him because it's like oh he's with Riddle now, which is honestly a good act, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um. And so when he punches him and then starts putting the boots to him, this crowd was so mad, and and then finally the guy that they've been wanting to cheer comes to save the day makes the best comeback ever, fucking peppers him, tosses him over. The crowd is so loud for there being like 300 people there. Mm -hmm. So loud. People going nuts. Great. It was just awesome. And it also shows that the most effective shit is just pro wrestling. We watch pro wrestling to get pro wrestling. And this is a pro wrestling angle. One million percent. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It fucking worked. Mm. And I really like seeing uh, fired up babyface Cameron because, like, it's oh, yeah. so good. We haven't gotten a lot of that. We've gotten goofy boy Cameron for a while, and so seeing him being all like, "Oh, so this kid can do it all." Like, if yeah. they don't fuck him up on the main roster, he's gonna go far. They will well, never get him on the main roster. <laughs> nope. I with well, with LA. Was I say with with LA Knight? This was for sure like a turning point for me with him. Where oh, otherwise yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, you're not my favorite to watch in the ring, and you're like, I didn't think he was that special on the mic or whatever. 
But then, like, yeah, the match that they had at TakeOver was so fun. They both did a really good job building that chemistry with each other. And then I was, like, it, you know, it, I was effectively worked by being, like, I don't want to see the real guy be, like, oh, I grew up watching you. This means everything to me or whatever. And then, like, but, like, you were saying, as he kept going on, I was, like, okay, all right. I like. I like. And then he fucking knocked him down. It what was a just bump. like, okay. What a right. bump. I was wrong. I was wrong. L.A. Knight. Knows what he's know. You know, he's been he's retired and uh, for, since I don't, I don't know who the fuck million he is. dollar man's been retired. <laughs> I like him. Oh, since I know like the nineties. His name yeah. is Ted DiBiase. Like he, like he retired from WWF like in '93. Yeah, and went and tried to do like a tour of Japan, and like they were starting to work real hard. It was like the, like the era of like the of like Masawa and Kawada were like really starting to come up. So it was going to be a lot harder working than before. And so, um, yeah, he's been retired for like 25 years. Damn. But like, what a, and what a gift to give to LA Knight just to fucking... <laughs> like, you just... Hey, first bump of your career clean. in 15 years, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> no, it was cool. It was cool. I, I, I wonder, I do wonder, like, where do y'all think the, the prestige of the, uh, the Million Dollar Championship is gonna... Swerve. Like, what do you think the next move is? I'd like to see. Yep. Swerve would be... Swerve? Oh, give man. it to Hit Row. Great. Absolutely. I'm with you. That I kind of want it. I want to see it just be heels versus heels. Like make it uh, like unofficially a heel belt where you only can only have like bad motivation to like go after it. Yeah. It's like if it, anytime like a baby face goes for it, they can't get it until they fucking dig deep and find that extra shitty gear. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, Swerve would be like such a cool yeah, that hit row. That would be such a good fucking accessory. Yeah, I think we'd have in. a lot of fun with that. Turn that into a great give, prop. Give it to Top Dollar. <laughs> top Dollar. Yeah, because I don't necessarily think that uh, La Knight needs it for that long. Mm-mm. Maybe like retain it in like a rematch well, he, against Cameron Cam- or something. The, but... the big payoff is Cameron's gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, that's the payoff. Yeah, and then Cameron's gonna be carrying cross. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it just means that I want it to be bad. I want, yeah, hopefully it's bad, Cameron. You know, Cameron from the Funkadactyls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wasn't good. That's the bad Cameron. Say, or no, Kurt, friend, I think, honestly, Cameron Bascom. Kirk. Kirk. No, he is not. Kirk Cameron's a bad Cameron. I have not. Kirk Cameron's a pretty bad Cameron. Thought about that guy in a very long time. That was a. Yo, don't if you work in a call center, don't be friends with them. <laughs> I love how we, we of course, we're are gonna segment into our our weekly segment of talk about people that no one yeah. knows, like your friend Cody Chavez. <laughs> God, yeah, uh, not my friend anymore. We're not friends. Whoa. <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez <laughs> defeated Ember Moon. The thing with Raquel as champion <laughs> is it's all predictable. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say the thing with Raquel about, or the thing about Raquel being champion is that she's in the same league as Eddie and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was the cringiest thing I think I've ever heard. That was wait, what was it? <laughs> uh, Raquel during a press conference when she was talking about being the first uh, Mexican-born uh, female champion. NXT, oh. and she's like, "That puts me in the same league as Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio." 
Oh yeah, it's like don't maybe let's not compare ourselves to it's like, shoot legends. It's like yeah, that's something that people should definitely give you the consideration yeah. of not I mean, giving it to a, yourself. And kind of like unless you're a heel, which like that's not her character right now, is it? Or no, she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, I mean, she's a heel, but she's kind of that's like also like a shoot, like a yeah. It feels <laughs> like that was too much of like a yeah. I don't no, know. That was yeah. too kind of like ill-conceived for it to be a baby face but it was too stupid to be a heel thing it was just dumb yeah i this was the match itself i was like i don't know it was the most excited i was watching ember in a while you know and i think partial part of that is that like the because she's in like been in the the tag sort of realm Mm -hmm. for a minute which is cool and everything but it's like i really do i do just like watching watching matches with ember moon I don't know. She's so she's so fun, and like the eclipse is just my fucking favorite finish. Oh yeah, rocks. it's almost as cool. But, as but the it is like what you're saying. There, there was almost as cool. It is almost as cool as the swinging fisherman's net breaker. But, <laughs> the but like you're saying, like there was, there was no at no moment in this match that I expect that there would be like a title change. No, no, and but it was it was a good it was a good time. They were just trying to get they were trying to give Raquel her best possible match, and that's with Ember. Like mm-hmm. Ember can carry any like anyone to their best match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought unfortunately, I, I thought it was a good match, and yeah, um, I thought it was. I did think it was Raquel's best worked match, but it's still like it shows how green she is still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, it kind of ended up serving as like the cool down from like that really fun ladder match, and then you know we coast into the the main event, and so it, it kind of felt like it held that place instead of it being its own big built you know massive title match but that's okay that's okay mm-hmm. i th- i think one of my big problems with ha- um right now is raquel as champion is that it's like every champion's the exact same right now mm-hmm. yeah they're big it, it, it's like roman bobby walter um fucking um, and raquel and carrion like they're all essentially kind of the same character yeah it's like yeah they have other ancillary things about them and like roman's doing the best stuff but it's like they're all just these unbeatable like heels. Yeah. 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 Mako needs to go on the baby face run and beat all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's now we're talking. Mako versus Carrion. Give it to me. I what what is weird is that Dakota hasn't turned yet. But is it because Dakota will never win that title? Is that why? She's never Probably. gonna win that title. Um, also, it's she's they're they're gearing up for the turn. Like it's coming. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing the like, they're going to end up facing like the way for the tag titles or something, mm-hmm. and then Dakota's going to turn on her, and then we'll get that. Yeah, so, I yeah. just I I don't know. Dakota's mm-hmm. cool, and she's just always been booked as a little geek, except for that one little stretch where she broke Tegan Knox's knee. But that's the thing. Unfortunately, it seems like all the fun stuff with Dakota keeps unfortunately ending with Tegan getting like her fucking ACL <laughs> fucking ripped in that's ass. <laughs> like, I, I hope it, cause she's going to come back, but this has like the third ACL tear. that she's uh, had, I right? think she's coming back real soon. Yeah. I think it'd be second ACL tear, but she broke her leg. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. and so, one of her ACLs was also an MCL. I think she's uh, uh charging it up. Yeah, <laughs> so she should I would... just like never do a dive again. <laughs> I know that's the yeah. thing. It's like you know how they, she... they talk like 
wrestlers talk about when they come back from injury, like being able to trust your body. Like I'm having that as a viewer Yeah, where it's like, I don't want to watch Deegan wrestle, even though I I have Michael Cole levels of enthusiasm for her. It's been years. And every time Daniel Bryan fucking sells his head, I cringe. I literally like feel uncomfortable, but he does that on purpose to fuck with us. Yes, he does. I fucking hate him for it. (laughs) I was just about to say that every time I see Daniel Bryan do a fucking tope suicida, it still stresses me out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, a tope el torpedo. <laughs> she needs but, to. Hey, hey, guys, this is me, Jim Ross. Just want to say, sauce it oh, on God. 200 episodes. Um, I you. think that uh, you guys are a great wrestling podcast. Thank and, you. You know, you guys actually sell stuff on like the wrestlers in AEW, and Randy Orton's the best wrestler ever. <laughs> Fuck you, Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go thirst over some Instagram girls. Hey, could you could you say something for me real quick? Could you throw us to restaurant quality picture in picture? All right, everybody, we're gonna go to restaurant quality picture in picture. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> we really appreciate you, Jim. You're a legend. <laughs> I, I'd love to remake um, you know, you guys know Pygmalion, the like a story about the little girl who goes to elocution classes, the rain in Spain, oh. that one. Uh, I want to remake that movie, but with uh, Kurt Angle and Jim Ross. <laughs> oh, God. Let's talk about the I main wish- of the say. Uh, so I want to start just, I, if I was like a, uh, close to Kurt Angle, I would just constantly tap him on the shoulder from behind because he'd have to turn around. Huh? Like he can't move his <laughs> shit and my whole body. <laughs> my mom's got a broken neck and she does the exact same thing. So that's how I mess with her. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Our main event, Karrion Cross versus Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Organo, Pete Dunne. For of the greatest wrestlers four of when someone was asking me about this match and I was like, it's legitimately four of my favorite people to watch it's, wrestle. It's four, cross. it's four amazing. It's four of the best wrestlers and the mountain they have to climb. In a yeah. Match. There was a point we got white done. There was a point in this match where well, I no, he was still was- very orange. He had white hair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. There he was, was like a, a fucking Oompa Loompa. Out he there. was a Cheeto. He was like yeah. fucking Cheeto. I was, uh, I, I, I was shocked that his spray tan wasn't just like the, seeping through the white. <laughs> yeah. There are matches in WCW, especially in like the mid 90s, where you can see people's spray tans come off on the ring and then also <laughs> Young Bucks matches. Like I was expecting. I was just going to say every Young Bucks match ever. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Is it was anybody watching when they um, transitioned to HD, and Ken Kennedy got fucking like eviscerated for this? Is like they were just like so blotchy, and they left like orange all over the ring. It was yeah, dude. That's honestly what my favorite thing about watching like old wrestling. (laughs) With like too much, yeah. It's good now. You're good now, Matt. You caught up. <laughs> Fucking audio. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I like bad. I like old wrestling because it all looks good. Because it all looks bad. Oh, Matt's gone again. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a point in this match where I thought Pete Dunn was gonna win. There was like that's where it's like I knew Karrion Cross was winning, but they did a good job of being like, oh, I think this guy's gonna. 
oh, this guy's gonna take it. This is they all could have won at a mm-hmm. at a certain be- point. He hit the bitter end on cross, which is as impressive of itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, Pete Pete's Jack these days. Like he's a big boy now. Pete is one of these three of Adam, Kyle, and Johnny. He's the one I talk about the least, but he's the one I wanted to win the most. It's he almost because really, really good performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he he should be NXT champion at some point. Like the, the how the run he went on as UK champion is like so ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. yeah, Walter's been it a whole bunch longer at this point, but there's also like COVID in there, and like Pete Dunne did it, that as like a working champion. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, I, I got to see when Pete won the title, which was sick, but. I think, like, from day one, I think Triple H just had him earmarked for bigger things. Yeah. Because, I mean, in the UK tournament, mm-hmm. like, they had, like, the angle was about Pete Dunn. Yeah. Like, Tyler, Tyler Bate won, but Pete Dunn got over. Like, yeah. yeah, that whole tournament was serviced to get Pete Dunn over. Mm-hmm. Um, make a name for yourself, kid. God, I miss, I miss Tyler Bate. <laughs> I, I, I don't watch the UK. I know. I just don't get to watch it consistently. Like Peacock lately. sucks. Um, watch um, the it was him versus a kid for the heritage. I saw. Right. I did see that. Yeah. Hey, that double finger break spot that Pete did was so sick. Oh, I, I thought they, they got me on that falsy when he had him in the fucking uh, choke. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's weird that, like, because this easily, but I guess, like, those four are also matched that it makes sense that Carrion had to beat them. Like, because I could have seen easily, like, Pete Dunne beating Kyle and, like, or someone and getting and winning, but... Well, somebody's going to be probably beating Carrion Cross soon. Yeah. Because, um... Who's yeah, uh, spoilers. He was at SmackDown and he had a match against Ziggler, um, uh, but oh. not, not 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 on the show, yeah, but yeah. just um, just a dark match to tr- as a tryout, which is a perfect person to have against him, just mm-hmm. bumping around. Yeah, and then also another person was there was Bronson Reed. Mm-hmm. He was they were getting a closer look. Um, one thousand percent Carrion's made for the main roster, and he yes. will be money there. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. and Bronson. Uh- as long as he doesn't get hurt, he'll be fine. I have, I have honestly, oh, he'll I have, do great too. I have no faith. I do not want. I just don't see Karrion Cross doing anything up there. I mean, but like, the right? Is, I see the first three. Oh. I see the first three to four weeks being so exciting, and then another year of us just being like, oh, I wonder he, what they're building lit, up, and then all of a sudden budget every, cuts happen. I see everything that Vince and like Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard love. He has. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy. He passes the quote-unquote airport test. He is a character. He has the smoke and mirrors. He has a, a hot blonde with them. It's everything that they like dream of. But like he for the is. most part, everything other than that, Alistair Black had other than like the blonde, a blonde lady. He like, he's, not, he's, he's not as buff. Hmm. He's short. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, All right. Well, and see, I don't, all, I don't also. Different characters. Vince wouldn't understand that, but Vince understands this big guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this big, big guy man. that looks like he could help you move. <clears throat> like, I, I mean, at worst, like Vince would just seem to go like give him Triple H's gimmick. Like, <laughs> like he get like he absolutely gets it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And here's so, my take, Matt. I don't want him on my NXT anymore. 
I'm sorry. I don't love him. I think he's he fine. Doesn't fit he's into the dichotomy of NXT. Yeah, especially like, not right now. This mm. match would have been better without him. Yeah, like I have the a, story I mean, was great. Yeah. The story was great and everything, and I enjoyed it. But I would have preferred it without him. Bryson, you can talk. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, I actually have a theory. As Austin, fuck, fuck him. He <laughs> ruins Johnny Gargano for me. Um, but I have a theory. I love it. As to uh, what Karrion Cross has originally based his character off of. And I think he's based his character off of, have any of you guys seen the movie Alpha Male? Or Alpha Dog, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Justin the one Timberlake. Timberlake. Oh, and- right. Yeah. Was it, so, was, is that Yelchin? Yeah, Anton Yelchin. Hmm? So Karrion okay. Cross is Anton Yelchin's brother in that movie. Mm-hmm. So like he's that weird, invincible Nazi dude. They look alike. They talk mm-hmm. alike. They have that same like kind of character, like where how in Alpha Dog he's in that party and he's getting murdered by thirty guys and nobody's doing damage to him. <laughs> That's like how Karrion Cross was when he like debuted for Impact and stuff. So he's all that just without the shitty Nazi connotation. <laughs> I I mean that checks out. He looks like he listens a screwdriver. So exactly. Mm. So I really <laughs> I really want Karrion Cross to be uh, like. A, like a henchman bad guy, like Eastern European mob bad guy in one of the John Wick movies someday. He's just, he is literally the perfect oh, one for that. Yeah. Oh, they just bring him up to the main, they bring him up to the main roster, but then just give him the fucking Nico from Grand Theft Auto 4 <laughs> accent. <laughs> I'll take Let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. Let's just turn him into the next Rusev. Yeah. That's what, honestly, that'd, that'd we say sick. as a, that'd... we we say as a joke, I feel like we it, we are probably two months from whenever whenever he gets Summer called slams. to the main roster. <laughs> yeah, SummerSlam they're gonna we're gonna be getting an accent. We're gonna be getting some sort of his, accent his natural Canadian cross. one. Oh God, Within Scarlett's two, gonna come out three in some weird fucking Eastern European accent now. <laughs> She'll come out in like Belarusian yeah. or some shit. <laughs> um, well, I mean, she is a she's like a she went to school like college for theater, so she'd probably be fucking into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, and she's hot, so it'll get over. So it works. Yeah, yeah, it worked for Lana. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Scarlet can fucking work if like, True. if needed. I've seen her do Canadian destroyers. I was just gonna say I've seen her do Canadian destroyers. She hasn't so she, touched at least the ring. above Lana. That is mm-hmm. insane. And good. Like they yeah. waited a long fucking time um, for Zelina Vega to bust out, start busting True. out her Canadianas. True, and it was so impactful when she did it to Drew. Yeah, like, it looked like he died. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I also that, vividly remember one on Roddy too that was super sick. And one to uh, Alistair Black that was really good. Which is fun. <laughs> they probably practiced that earlier. <laughs> I don't know that they were together yet. That was probably right when they were starting to date. So maybe, maybe that was the maybe moment. that's what that's what caused the spark. That was their mute meet too, was her just crying. <laughs> Yeah, that was the face with their crotch and then throwing him <laughs> to the ground. I mean, if that doesn't do it, that was Isla Dawn's least favorite match. <laughs> um, okay, while we're talking about NXT, let's talk about NXT proper real quick. Um, Regal fucking fucking worked me. <laughs> this, I thought he was, I was about I to, to say retire. Before you- yeah, oh, of course. But um, before we get into it, this whole NFC show, just felt like it was just a real big New. step up. And I've been enjoying yep. them lately. 
It just felt like, yeah. oh, this is on a different level. It, it was like raw like for me. It was like step up to the streets. I haven't sense. watched. I haven't watched a full episode of Raw or SmackDown, or even really anything other than a few NXT matches in since WrestleMania, basically. Uh-huh. And NXT was the first one that was just like this week proper that I watched, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually like this doesn't feel like a chore to watch. Mm-hmm. It was so it good. Good, yeah. With the with the yeah, at the end of at the end of Takeover, William Regal, like Mackenzie Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Mitchell was walking out with William Regal at the end of the show. William Regal has a single tear in his eye. This is the most amount of bedlam I've seen here. It's time for a change. War games, and they love it. He's making people Google shit. No one knows what bedlam means. I don't know what bedlam <laughs> means. I inferred. I still never looked it up. I've only ever heard it in the in the context of like wrestling. I think honestly, bedlam. <laughs> oh, it's complete, be- it's complete bedlam. <laughs> I, I, I love the promo because it wasn't like he was swerving us. So it's um, and it was like he was gonna go out there and like put on this thing that he wasn't gonna retire because he. It really did seem like it wasn't necessarily regal, but it was uh, Darren Matthews <laughs> that was out there just talking about. Sounds like a wrestling and- name. Sounds like one of the Boy Meets World brothers, the lost yeah. Boy Meets World brother. Darren. <laughs> Their uncle Darren. Corey. Um, the British the Uncle all- Darren. <laughs> Topanga. Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Corey. You and Sean can only settle this argument in war games. That's how Frankie, Lord where's it- your dad? <laughs> That's Frankie. He passed away, Matt. It's your father. <laughs> no, not then. Not in, not in the fucking. <laughs> Not back in the day. Um, <laughs> it was great. And then he's like about to retire. Carrying Cross. I also love what they did here because Carrying Cross has kind of been playing this like tweener-ish. Yeah, like, yeah. He was baby facing that feud with Santos. He was healed before. And then like now he was just like, I'm a badass who will fight anybody. Mm-hmm. But they gave him a very defined, this guy's yep. a heel. You're supposed and to boo this man. This is mm-hmm. my one thing about this whole thing. I feel like it should have been Adam Cole because Adam Cole's been a more of a thorn in Regal's side than carrying Cross. But Cross is the champion. Cross is the reason for the chaos. I get it. It's also it's a good way to make give him that defined line. Though. It's like, true. He is a heel. But Adam Cole's been the biggest. the great line. He was trying to define the great line there. He was writing on the wall. Is that what it's like? Kind of exactly like what that was like. <laughs> yeah. Um. He comes that's out all there because and he's like, I want to see you say it, Regal. <laughs> and I, one of the very underrated things about this segment before we get to Joe coming out was Scarlett's like fucking facial expressions in the background are always fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it really does make sense that, that she was a theater kid because no, like, yeah, yeah that, I mean, really, it, it, it gives me, um, if someone who does it similarly would be like how Paul Heyman knows when he is like in the background of a mm-hmm. shot. And how he can enhance it with his face. Oh, he's the he is the God, I would love to see Paul Paul Heyman off Broadway. Just also um, Paul uh, Heyman Community Theater. It's just like it's just like Bruce, that, that, like strip, the news. It's that stripped down Bruce Springsteen show, but it's just Paul Heyman telling wrestling stories, and he's like every once in a while taking a picture. He's with his done that or something. No, he's done that. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I mean like him acting in a play. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, I'd watch. Paul Heyman in the Book of Mormon. <laughs> Matt, did Hamilton. you write that? I was like, yeah, we just watched In the Heights. Oh my God. So I can just think of him as this. Like, <laughs> <and> it's like. <laughs> you yeah, no. play Benjamin Franklin in, uh, in 
Hamilton. Fucking Hamilton. Like, if he had his old ponytail back and it was white, he just the is Benjamin sh- Franklin. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd watch fucking it. Skull it. Don't want to watch Paul Heyman rap, though. That's um, <laughs> until you I, I absolutely want to see that. <laughs> to um, go back to NXT, Karen uh, Cross cuts the heel sh- promo. Fucking Samoa Joe just comes out, yep. and already he, it just shows like he should never have been let go because he adds like this aura and yep. this presence. Like just from the moment he walked in, you're like, oh fuck, this guy's a badass. He has so much charisma just walking. Yeah, and he comes out and just says that he's not going to accept the job from Regal because he's gonna, because he's gonna, he gonna, skipped over that. Regal offers him the whole job. He's like, hey, do you want to be GM now? Like and yeah. now you can continue, but but yeah, but Joe was like, absolutely no. not. You're so good at your job, Will. And I know why I gave you help. And he's like talking about how like he gave him help when he was in NXT, but there's always respect, and that the, these guys don't respect him, and so he's gonna essentially be his enforcer, getting that respect. And Regal's like, hey, you can't be a competitor, and you can't touch anybody. Unless provoked. Unless provoked. I, that's my new favorite phrase. Like from from William Regal is unless and William Regal saying unless provoked to Samoa Joe about violence uh, is by ASMR. <laughs> it was it right. Was and so nice. and then like when like I love carrying Cross's face in that because he kind of gives like a little smirk when he said he can't touch the talent and then it's like unless provoked face changes. Just, Joe, oh like, no! Pops up a little bit and he's like. What are you still doing my ring? Oh, that was beautiful, man. Yeah. And then throughout the episode, Joe just fucking, he starts fucking taking that bedlam. Yep. Making it go to, make, making it go to sleep. Lum. Threw yeah, Adam he, Cole on the ground by his head. He choked him out so quick. I love the, how Not, calm he was when he took off mm, his jacket. I just made him seem like that. a fucking killer. I, well, it's then, so much just like, he's just like, like just like gonna walk close to him and hope they touch me. Oh, they touch me. Here we go. <laughs> well, and then if you if you watch while Joe is choking out Adam Cole, you see Kyle like see that he gets a look on his face like nope, fuck that, and then slips behind security guards. He's <laughs> yeah. like nope, <laughs> nope. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to Kushida. Where's Kushida? <laughs> I I really hope that they just start showing Samoa Joe just. Hanging out in the parking lot because he knows that's the most likely that's place to get provoked. Get yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what we just start getting these things where, like, backstage, you see Samoa Joe start slowly backing up into somebody until they accidentally bump him. He's like, what <laughs> the fuck? I want to see him fucking beat up Ever Rise just because they're the right? best geeks. They're, yeah. they're my favorite oh, geeks. Be- yeah, they're the best. Dude, they're so fun. I, I want to see him walking through the parking lot, just like trying to sneak behind cars. They're backing out, so they like hit him, and then he just yeah. starts punching the car. He chokes out the car, takes off his jacket again. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it him and AJ that, or no, it was him and Roman with whatever the, the fucking car accident? I remember, like where a car oh, tried to right. Run. Yeah, forgot about that. He just puts like the fucking uh, like side view mirror in a headlock. Go to sleep. <laughs> what a Go weird sleep. thing. Oh man! Um, I love when okay. re- I love when wrestlers almost try to. Fu- I like when they try to murder each other. <laughs> I, I like, when, I like when they almost try to fuck. <laughs> I yeah, like, I like one of my celebration. favorite. One of my favorite things to do when watching wrestling is when two two dudes are getting their heads so close together, and I just say kiss. kiss. I just like it when um, 
You want to go? They have a go? Bed, bed in the middle of the ring. <laughs> and then and then Adam Copeland's in the bed. Yeah. What yeah, a like weird that. fucking time. Okay. No. Um, NXT. No. What else happened? We don't got to go through the whole thing. Uh, but well, I'm talking about the hits. Tyler uh, Riley <laughs> confronted Kushida. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The, the oh, debut good. of Blake Christian. Oh, yeah. Um, Trey Baxter, who I thought looked great in that match. Kushida's just great. And I feel like the, this is elevating the title as far as what he's doing with the open challenges, as well as it in, introduces these new guys. And hopefully um, we've gotten uh, Christian Casanova and now uh, Blake Christian. So hopefully uh, Alex Zane, who's now going by Ari Sterling, um, is the next one. Because th- the moment they let uh, Zane and Christian have a match against each other, that'll be their breakout moment where they'll become regular NXT characters. That'll be their Osprey fucking Ricochet 2016. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and especially with Blake Christian, who takes a lot of his moves from Will Osprey. mm -hmm. So Kyle, like, went down and was like, hey, you want the best, I want the best, let's just fucking do this thing. Now, So that's implied that it's not for the Cruiserweight title, but Mm -mm. O'Reilly is billed at 200 pounds. Yeah, he's a little boy. He made he made it a point not to say that it was um for the it's not like for his uh, the this challenge he's doing he just wants to fight and if anybody I know Zach has probably seen this the best of the Super Juniors um matches with them mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure it'd be good but in my head I'm like well if you're I mean you might as well in my head that was just my one thing it's like you might as well just he's planning him. on having a really uh, a cheat weekend this weekend and so he's gonna be like 207 when he comes uh, in. I mm-hmm. see. And I see. He just doesn't want to. He was planning on some pizza and some ice cream, he, and he, he thinks he's he already, above this title. I think that's what it is. <laughs> he already uh, bought the extra insulin for the for the week. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, I, I, I was planning on doing this with my family, and we're gonna eat pizza and do all this stuff. And so I get challenged for it. I don't mm-hmm. want to be, you know, win the match and then yeah. get stripped of the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't pizza is I okay. <laughs> I guarantee Pete had, or Kyle, I mean, sorry, not Pete, Jesus. Kyle hasn't <laughs> eaten a pizza uh, in years uh, because of how it is the hardest uh, food to eat as a diabetic. And like, it fucks up your blood sugar. Like That's I eat it, but I haven't, I, I haven't, well, I have an insulin pump that has the technology. Ah. So like, has pizza technology. <laughs> pizza well, like, technology, hell yeah. It. You you can it basically just releases the insulin slower. Like oh, okay, yeah. um, but so he could do it. He would just have to give like five shots for one piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just do what WWE did when they brought up Ricochet to the main roster for like three weeks and book him at like two hundred and fifteen pounds. Yeah, right. Like actually, Ow, the uh, most we just unbelievable we... thing in the world. Yeah, right. Did he fucking yeah, Daniel have Bryan in his trunks? Daniel Bryan was billed at 195, like 195. Roddy was the smartest person because he billed himself at like 206. Mm. <laughs> um, well, like CM Punk was even booked at like 225, and it's like no, he, he he's he's tall. I would say he might be because he had to cut weight to make like well, I think he fought like in like the 170s. Yeah, but Did I mean, still even still, a... that's like 50 pounds. He's, Did you see him when he first showed up? Yeah, true, he was, true. Like, he, he was jacked. Really, he was really jacked. He was he wasn't jacked. He was just up. kind of, he was just kind of uh, thick. Kind of just lord. He, he just kind Ooh. of like ate a lot of bread, I think. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like, I mean... They they built Finn at 190, but like I the progress match he did right before debuting was he was booked at 170, and then yeah. like showed up like a few weeks later in NXT booked at 190. 
Like, yeah. nah. Gained a, what, the 20 pounds went straight to his dick. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it really did. Hold um, on. Um, um, um. But then, so the big, like, the, the big thing that happened on NXT, I think the main event was uh, Thatcher and, and, uh, and fucking Tommaso Ciampa versus Grizzled Young Veterans. Awesome Very match. Good. Very good. I match. thought it. I thought this helped really put uh, help put uh, Grizzly Young Veterans on the map, even though they lost. Because um, they've they've always been great workers, but this was a really cool showcase for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of everything else, and Zach Gibson, as we know, can talk really well. Yeah. Um, James Drake, I thought, like actually kind of started showing like that he's not just the other guy. Kind of what I for thought the longest too. Time, I I couldn't remember his name. I'd always just say the other guy that's not Zach Gibson. Now I remember his fucking name. Same, See, like he, yeah. I've always just thought he's a fucking puppet. Like as like the whole every time like once when they became Grizzly Young Vets after the UK tournament, every time Zach Gibson would come out and talk, fantastic. And then James Drake would just mimic it. I'm like, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I do remember the growing pains of uh, Boner. Yes, Boner. Kurt Cameron. Uh, again, Boner. DiCaprio. Unfortunately, Kurt Cameron. Uh, bad Cameron, back to the bad Camerons, <laughs> but um, uh, but then uh, yeah, with with GYV, and then uh, I I thought in this match specifically, James Drake was like, oh, okay, this guy, this guy's yeah, really showing I, this off. Is a, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then like if you've watched anything like from like the Indies, like when Tim Thatcher was there, it's like out of everybody that got signed to WWE. Like you would think this guy would have like zero chance at anything. Yeah. And he's been pretty fucking great. Yeah. And is like in a very prominent spot and has been there. And it's like I, I, I never thought I'd see him there, let alone yeah. him getting a good fucking sustained push. And yeah. And having his own fucking batch can school. Yeah. 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 It's literally just doing his shit. Doing and whatever he wants to do. With the little yeah. bit I knew about him, I was like, this dude doesn't want to be here. What is he doing? But yeah, like apparently, I think he's just very weird. Yeah. And that gives and has like a very odd charisma. And I think everybody sees that. They're like, this guy's fucking strange. Let's just yeah. put him on TV. He's like, got that like Nick Gage feel to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just got that like undeniable like quality to him that it's just like, hey, this guy's got he is, something. He is, He's scary in a different way, though. Yeah, you know, you know, like how like um like they'll have like guys who are like have like really good backgrounds go to like the main roster. Like I'll I'll just use Chad Gable as an example, fantastic worker, but he's just like this you know just little little jacked handsome guy, and like he has a bit of weird charisma. But I feel like if Vince got Tim Thatcher, like we would see how they should have booked Gable because yeah. he's weird, and Vince would be like, this guy's so strange. Oh, he's and just like puke. Yeah, and he just look at him. He's like, he's so weird. Just put him on. Just let him just do that, and just like, yeah, fucking just like, sure, just go ahead. That sure does have one thing going for him though. He's also six foot three and super <laughs> jacked and unconventionally handsome. Yeah, so he yeah, has right. those things that he can do that Chad Gable can't. He was the weirdest accent. Not. Yeah. He's the most European looking American I've ever seen. Yes, but only Bostonian and that's American. That is American British. See, um, and that's the thing. <laughs> I always think Thatcher's from Boston. Because Same. that's what I have in my head. He's from fucking California. He's from like NorCal. Yeah. 
not would not. I have just guessed. imagine it. Thatcher gets called up to the main roster and showing up with Roman teeth. <laughs> I don't They're want that. Terrifying. I don't want that. Roman no beard. Oh, that was the worst picture I ever saw. Oh, Roman yeah. no beard, fucking nicely trimmed hair. No, thank you. It, um, it weirds thought... me out seeing my own new teeth, and so Thatcher would literally make me throw up. <laughs> uh, um, what the fuck else um, happened? Uh, there was oh, more um, chart. There was a charging vignettes, like a phone oh, charging. Yeah, the, tra- the phone charging vignettes, which I didn't know were a vignette until somebody told me later. I thought I was just a. It was a com- like a commercial. Um, and then T- also Di- charging Diamond up. Oh yeah, the diamond, diamond mine's coming next week. Diamond mine's gonna be finally. Next week, so. We'll see what the fuck it is. Roger, it has to be has to be a shoot fighter or something. It's like it's weird because it's like, um, it's like a workout video. It's like come to this gym. That's what well, it's, it looks like. It might be a faction then. Oh, I think no, it's, I'm it's, assuming, I think it's I'm a faction. It will be. Maybe. It's Roger Strong and Parker Bordreau, and then uh, Rick Steiner's kid. Oh, or maybe, maybe um, I know there that. was a lot of rumors about uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey, that would be cool too. But like, because apparently they were trying to uh, figure out some visa stuff, and WWE apparently was uh, the ones leading that charge after he got you know sent back to Canada like, for a long time. Well, didn't like didn't like the uh, AEW EVPs like start the extradition paperwork to get him out here, and then. Like the WWE just took it over. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure on that part. I just uh, what I heard was just the WWE was helping him with all that stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. see, that's him. I'm somewhat I'm recently like returned is. the social media like yeah. after a long time away, and it was like people were like there was a lot of buzz on Twitter that day about people just being like, "Oh shit, Speedball's back!" Like, <laughs> but we'll I want, but whenever I want whenever DDP they uh, to be in charge. Well, that's of what I was just about to say, man. When they're like. <laughs> When they're like, oh, it's the diamond mine and they're showing a bunch of like gymnasium stuff. It's like there's only one. I, I really hope it's just not Tessa and Daga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Wait, is her is, gimmick. Is who's Daga? Tessa's fiance. Oh, is, yeah. oh also a piece of shit. Shithead by association and also probably shithead. Yeah. They're both they're both great wrestlers. I just don't want to see them. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of great wrestlers. Like, yeah, that's the thing. There's always <laughs> going to be great wrestlers that aren't shitbags. Like, yeah. Have you mm-hmm. seen, seen how many great wrestlers there are? Like, we don't. There's a ton that we like we don't do, see we, on TV every single week. Like, we don't need them. No. No. Yeah. No, I, yeah. You know, if you take out the personal stuff, Tessa would be a nice addition, like to the women's division, just to, because the women's division always needs numbers. Like, mm-hmm. keep growing the numbers. So they have like right. less and less excuses for not putting them on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, right. The more people there are, they're more just. Oh, you know, what, what, one one little weird statistic that I thought was kind of cool is there was a, a a taped dark match that they put on YouTube before Takeover. Yeah, and it was Zoe Stark and Saray versus Robert yeah. Stonebrand. Hmm. And so with that, that means the six matches that were played that were wrestled that night, half were women, half were men. That rocks. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Oh, that's, that's really fucking, cool. That's that's actually it's fucking wild. Spoiler. And they, Hell they, in the they cell are, is similar. 
Um, and they yeah, are, and then they you are got pushing AW the... last night. You had two minutes of women's wrestling. Exactly. Whoa, two this time. <laughs> and then they Amazing. also advertised Vicky Guerrero's going to wrestle next week and Rebel. <laughs> like fuck. Why are you putting Vicky and Rebel in the same fucking match? I am so excited for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Someone's going to get hurt. Oh, it's going to be so did, bad. Like, did Vicky I ever Mania... No. Okay. Never. She was in like those what? weird like pool matches with like gravy and shit. Tight. I want to be in a gravy match. Yeah, she was in like a hog pen <laughs> match with like Santino Morello or some shit. Yeah, like she legitimately can like she can bump. Like I've seen those. Like she can do. She's actually pretty good at like doing comedy bumps and shit. Uh, like you can tell she watched some pretty good wrestling, uh, pretty up close for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Where the uh, fuck is Vicky? <laughs> but God, yeah, she's, there's a huge difference between doing like comedy bumps and like matches with like a comedy match with you know Santino, who is a great worker who can lead you through it, versus doing this. Mm-hmm. This is like this is weird bad TNA like. Where speaking you, of bad TNA, wasn't Rebel the one who was in the match against Shelly Martinez where she yelled my badge? Yeah, that's, oh, my, that's one of my, my that's one of my that's one of my favorite matches of all. So time. we have that to look forward to. We have my badge to look forward to. Excuse me, that, honestly. Excuse me, my badge. Is this match? You know, and honestly, I I don't know how many times. I can even keep saying this. I'm gonna say it once and for all. We just gotta wait for fucking. <laughs> I, I think I don't want to go wait, back. We gotta wait for. We gotta wait for 2020. The women's division's gonna. We're gonna finally see what the master plan is, dude. Everyone, just ye of little faith. Have no idea what it yeah. takes to do. Kenny cares so long term booking, but if you can just out it, if you can just hold your horses till 2020, we're gonna actually see this shit. Oh develop. right, and so um, let's get some. We'll get some quick hits real quick of everything else. Don Callis was uh, kayfabe fired on Impact, so he actually is shoot like they're not really an executive anymore. Um, so there, there's that. He's just going to be AEW full time. Um, AEW um, had a sh- uh, a worked MMA fight, and it wasn't very good. And Wardlow did a uh, Hurricane Runner. I watched it this morning because I only caught the last hour of Dynamite. Um, of course, the hour I saw was uh, I started <laughs> off with a Cody match. So that was just real <laughs> fucking fun. Um, uh, it was, uh, Arn Anderson's son was in it, who's still very green. He should mm-hmm. not have been Rock. in there. No. And he, like, um, Jenna was asked, like, hey, who's this guy? I'm like, it's Arn Anderson's kid. She's like, oh my God, you said that. And it, you can't unsee exactly. <laughs> it looks, it was very weird watching Arn Anderson have a bad match. Like, that's what it <laughs> felt like. Why is like, 80s Arn Anderson uh, having this bad match? Like, it it literally like it legitimately felt like that to me. It felt like, oh, this is the first time yeah. I've ever seen Arn have a bad match. It's like, it's not Arn. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, yeah. That and sucks. so, um, also, um, see that happened. The and then Young Bucks or one of the uh, Matt Jackson and Good Brothers beat fucking uh, Eddie Kingston and Penta, uh, Penta and Frankie Kazarian. So. We figured out that legitimately they like more now more than ever, they are trying so hard to recreate like the magic they had with Bullet Club, and it becomes yeah. more apparent week after week because, like, now like they have Kazarian as the elite hunter, and he's literally just stealing Yoshitatsu's gimmick. Yeah, Billy Gunn's gonna <laughs> do it next week, yeah, as a Bullet Club hunter. 
Um, I just can't wait till he starts doing Triple H spots. Uh, and then Cody had his Cody and Brandy had their baby, and they named it Liberty. That is, and so Liberty. Oh, really? And so he can just yell "Shut up, libs!" anytime he wants now. <laughs> okay. He's gonna own the libs. Oh my god! Gosh. Damn it. <laughs> I like right, and there's that part of my brain that knows and has seen how narcissistic Cody Rhodes is. That I'm like, did he name his baby for his gimmick? <laughs> like, absolutely, yes. wait, absolutely, he did. Wait, wait he, he named, named his, his baby gimmick, Liberty. Yeah. Liberty yes. Rhodes, bro. That's, Jesus Christ, Liberty, Liberty like, from Degrassi. They gave, Kai. like, yeah, they gave their baby their wrestling name. I well, mean, they kayfabe their own kid. I mean, so did the Bellas, though. So, <laughs> so now it's just a race to see which one grows up the more fucked just, up. Just the Bell, just the Bella. <laughs> I, I think I don't think Mateo's anything, which is Nikki's son. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, also, Mox, just, Mox, and Mox and Renee had their kid. I don't think it was named Liberty. No, it's like <laughs> a normal ass name. I don't remember what it is, but it's not fucking dumb. Probably like high octane or some shit. Liberty yeah, good. It's actually uh it's it's a uh, yeah, Marlboro good. <laughs> no, yeah, Daniel's good. That'll be Joey Janela's kid. Uh kid. God really. No, they're just, they're gonna do a Kanye and name it name their kid bad good. <laughs> yeah. Uh the name is I'm almost there. Get it, get it, find it. Um, find one it, of my favorite it. things about Doctor Feel that podcast with with that with Mox was he's like Doctor Feel Good Zach. I <laughs> want, I want to. Um, he's like, all I want to do is do indie shows do on the Zoom. weekends and be a stay at home dad. <laughs> he's like, I want, I want her to get that job. I want her to get that Oprah money. Well, the funny thing about that is like he said like years and years ago when he was like first as Dean Ambrose. Um, he said that like if he didn't make it in WWE, he'd just like go do death matches for a while and then just disappear. And that probably is like his his real dream. So like, just yeah. run around the indies, do a couple death matches, have some fun, and just not worry about anything else. Yeah, smoke cigarettes with Nick Gage. Is there mm-hmm. any version of FMW still running? Like I know a lot of those promotions have some weird still version of them still going because I'm sure that's his dream is just go work well, in an FMW match. Is FMW coming back? I don't so, know. WCW was, right? Yeah, right. I thought they announced something about FMW coming back like in October or some shit hmm. with like a no. pay-per-view or something. Uh, Deathmatch tournament. He's just going to go do that and be kill, kill off the Mox <laughs> character with an, by getting eaten by a piranha. And then just go raise his kid. I think yeah. him and Kota Ibushi just need to kill each other on the wrestling fucking in a wrestling ring. Just yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Just kayfabe and each other's <sighs> careers and lives, and then just yeah. off into the sunset. He doesn't live live forever though, so I don't think it can work. It's basically like Mox is like an alien hunter guy, like conspiracy theorist, and like Kota's the actual alien that he. So he's going to start hunting Chris Statlander. Also, oh, yes. Yeah, I hope I hope like Moxley's like you know next act of his career is just like a a stay at home dad. So like he like when he does show up for the death matches, he does have like a little baby bag on him and like a little just like, a baby Bjorn. And he's just like yeah, he gets like a little bit more of a gut, starts wearing more like loose fitting like sweats and stuff, and in New Japan shirts, 
hands the baby to Liger to watch for the match. He would hand it to Eddie. And I would say Chono. Hands it to Chono just there in his fucking sunglasses. Hold my kid, Chono. Just puts the baby inside his weird leather trench coat. <laughs> um, I think the, uh, na- the name of the baby is Nora Murphy Good. Nora's a fun name. Yeah. Nora Good has a very um star CD for sale at the uh check check out at Starbucks vibe. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, Nora Jones. 2005, Shout out. 2005 Journeys playlist. I don't know why it didn't come. Excuse me? That's a Nora Jones. That's a Nora Jones song. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I'm just oh, saying. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, we were just talking about an infant. I know. <laughs> talking about a baby. It's okay. They, no, we we're talking about Nora. I said Nora Jones. I'm sorry. We were talking about. We did. No, you know what though? You're right. We did secretly slip into Nora Jones conversation without yes. any of us realizing. Actually, yes. just you. <laughs> sorry, it was a very important part of my young life. Let's listen to more Jones. Jones. When, you're when you're in the young life, I was never in that. I was in Royal Rangers, though. It's Boy Scouts for Jesus. Royal <laughs> Rangers, yeah, it's tight. I mean, that sounds like something if you go investigating has some allegations. Against oh, probably. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I'd be surprised in... if it didn't. <laughs> yeah, same. Let's talk about Hell in a Cell. Let's do fucking that. But so uh, we lost nice. one. We lost one match, and we gained two cool ones. So well, that's the thing. Unfortunately, no. Well, what happened was we didn't lose one match. Hell in a Cell extended to a three day event. <laughs> They're taking today off, mm-hmm. but we saw some he- heck in a sec. Yeah. On uh, on on Friday. Yeah. So what the fuck, dude? It didn't. So yes, Rey Mysterio and Rand and Randy Orton. What the fuck, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Uh, they their Hell in a Cell match got moved to, to goddamn Friday night. Uh, I day what night? And USA is pissed. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, and yeah, I I I I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if anyone. Yeah, I don't. Knows. I don't get it at all. Um, did anyone watch it? I saw like a highlight um, yeah. thing about it, but no, I didn't. I, I, I watched some highlights this morning. I can say I've been awake for a while. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was catching up on some shit because I went food shopping yesterday. Toy. From everything I heard, the match itself is good, but you do have things like that you get on TV, like commercial interruptions mm-hmm. or time constraints that you wouldn't have otherwise on a, a scheduled out pay-per-view. So it's like... It, and it, it's what it is. I, uh, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if they just didn't want, like, if it ended up like Robin and Ray, like, like hey, it's Father's Day. We're like, we don't want to be here. And, and honestly, that rocks. I get it. And also Vince just like as far like let's shut Fox up and it's like here's a good like we try to pop a rating for him and let's just <laughs> fucking do it. Or he just like was one day just working out. It's like we're gonna do it on Friday. Just like just <laughs> yeah. there, like wait in one hand, steak wrap in another, yeah. right now. And he just yells it into the gym, but Bruce Pritchard just there wiping his sweat. All right, boss. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> I'll get on the phone. Right Great now. idea. Great idea. It's Thank a, you for having me back after I brought a gun to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah, it's weird, but whatever. I'm um, honestly happy for the trade off we got because they yes. added a, he- a heck in a sec match of Bailey versus uh, uh, Bianca, right? Yeah, wow. let's let's run down the card real quick. I'm just gonna okay. do this in order so that I don't forget one. Uh, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Gonna be great. Great. Russell, Russell yeah, Mania backlash. Up. WrestleMania backlash. Am I right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I, 
Cesaro versus Seth was awesome at Mania. Yep. This will be awesome. Yep. And then when Cesaro showed up uh, last week um, during the Ding Dong Hello segment, and he was in the door, and then like stripped Seth Rollins naked, it was great. Tight. Also, Seth Seth Rollins really leaning into like this shitbag character, and like him and Bailey having that laugh off last week. Yeah, was fantastic, fantastic. Mm. I like that Seth <laughs> just seems like a dude who does ecstasy and goes to Coachella. Like that's what his think vibe he, is now. I think he's I I wouldn't be surprised if like he started smoking weed or something. Because I'm loving, that's, I'm that loving also, the suits he brings. Oh yeah. Is uh, Seth Rollins drip as they're calling it. Yes. Um ah. also he is um I think they took the weed off, uh, completely off the wellness policy, so you don't even get the fine for it now. Ooh. So he is probably just fucking lighting it up, just on like the, every thirty minutes, just like <laughs> I am. God, Be- God, I feel so sorry for Becky. Yeah, then, <laughs> someone was having to listen like, to that laugh a whole time. Just, <laughs> I just do a touchdown pass with the Bears. Someone oh. was. Talking about like good dads in wrestling, and I bet Seth is a terrible father. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I bet I he's know. serviceable. I yeah, I bet he's actually. I don't. Yeah, I mean, who's who's really to say? We don't it's know true. the fucking like, guy. I mean, also, we, having kids well, changes people. There's also like no like things where he's like a super shitty person. No, like no, no. He just, he just seems like he would just stay playing video games and like yeah. smoking Listening weed and to pop take- punk. Not taking care of the kid. The, the one thing the I can see his character gives off. That's what I'll say. In kayfabe, he would be a terrible father. I think the real Colby Lopez agreed. I think the real Colby Lopez though probably makes his kid listen to like fucking four years strong, and then post a video of like the kid just kind of like moving. It's like already getting into the good stuff. <laughs> Check it out. He likes a day to remember. He's already mushing. <laughs> Uh, we're getting Kevin Owens versus Sammy Zayn again. Give it to me. Interesting. Every, Sounds like time you want. This a, yeah, I'm fine with it. Is this a WrestleMania WrestleMania backlash? They could fight forever, and it's fine. Yeah, it's always going to be great. Yeah, I love them. Give it 50 minutes. I don't give a fuck. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just go. Are you saying skip skip it and just move on? Or are you saying let's yes. fucking go and talk about it? Let's, let's fucking go. go. Let's, 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 go. let's go. skip go it and move on. I'm so sick of yeah. everything with this. I just don't want to talk about it. Didn't they retire the doll this week or something? Yeah, the doll went to retirement. <laughs> Alexa said, I'm sorry, I love you. Super <laughs> kick. One, two, three. Next week, the doll's going to come out in a salmon, in a salmon blazer. <laughs> did I have a fever dream or did, did fucking Shayna eat that doll? I think Shana ate the doll. <laughs> Shana ate the doll, and now she is the doll. Good God. That's yo. what this match is going to be, is Shana's turning into the doll after eating it. Yo, and but she, if Shana's Shana very Alexa. proper, though, with the fork and knife. Wow. I, I'm. We'll see. It's going to be garbage, but we'll see. Maybe they'll see. Okay, we've, ta- we've talked about it for too long. Bianca Belair versus <laughs> Bailey, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. It's gonna rock. Yeah. yeah that's Bianca, great. Bianca is the first non four horsewoman to be in a Hell in a Cell match. Toy. Interesting. Yeah. I think Bailey's gonna probably. Fucking year. Yeah. She has. I think Bianca's gonna fucking. Uh, Bailey's gonna make sure this is a star making performance for Bianca. Yeah. I really. Like, so this is. I really, really be... hope it is because since WrestleMania, it does feel like Bianca's been stuck in a, a little bit of a time loop of just like come out. 
and then like talk shit with Bailey. So th- I do yeah. hope this this does create a bit more momentum for her going forward because I, you know how how many times can you go to that well? Yeah. Well, and a Bailey lot. Bailey <laughs> is infinite pal is Sasha's equal in being able to make someone look good. And Sasha mm-hmm. made Bianca look so good at Mania. I I don't rewatch a lot of matches. I watched that one like three times because I was showing people. I was like, "Look how cool this is!" Mm-hmm. Real emotion in that match. Yeah. Real well, Bailey's really been doing oh, so no. good lately that she can eat a pin and not worry about oh, yeah. it. So yeah, it's gonna well, be great. She's, she's a little she's champion for four hundred days just recently. Like she's good. Like she has like. She, I think recently, like, I don't remember when it was, like, recently described her as, like, she's the Randy Orton of the women's division, but, like, is more fun in character. Like, she's shitting in bags, like, dude. Yeah. She's just, she's, she's shitting bags. She's so good. Yeah, I was going to say, she's basically the main. She can lose every match from here on out and never worry about it and then win the title the next day and it would be okay. Yeah. Don't you fucking dare compare her to the Miz. Because <laughs> Bailey can wrestle. She, she has not even come close work. to the Miz's, Miz's I greatness. Like, I don't mean like in ring work. <laughs> no, how dare you? Like, you come, you come on my podcast, <laughs> and you start talking and comparing Bailey to the Miz. How dare you? You take that shirt off right now. Guys, I'm gonna get him to take his shirt off. You take it off right now. No, I like no. it. I like it. I'm with Bryson. <laughs> you shut up. It stays on. No, I just mean in basically that the Miz can always lose and never be a thing and Bailey can always lose and then be shot right 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 back to the top of the card and not blink an eye at it because that's just how good Bailey is and that's how I blink so right many now. eyes when the Miz won the title. <laughs> yeah I don't want to see Miz at the top of the card. I don't mean like the WWE title the Miz can win the IC title tomorrow and it'd be okay. He won it. the WWE title this year. Well nobody wanted that. <laughs> I know that's why I hate your comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're or fighting enough, right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's move I don't, on. I don't. I don't. I don't blame you. <laughs> Rhea oh, Ripley. This is like when Matt used to try to say Carmelo was good in the ring. Hey, <laughs> Dakota Silence fucking rocks. And I, I like, I like how we're a little bit of revisionist history here. Uh, I'm not. A, you know, I believe the term was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah you said that, that she was great. Favorite that wrestler. Meant, that meant bad. You said her and Thunder turned into meaning bad. You said her and Thunder Kitty was better than Omega Okada. No, I didn't say that. What I did go back and listen to the tape, Bryson. You can confirm this. What? (laughs) That's true, Bryson. You could technically you 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 accidentally worked yourself into a shoot, brother. Now you're the official (laughs) Wrestle Boys historian. (laughs) Yeah, please make you're on the payroll page. You're on the payroll now. So I'll just say this: whatever it's I zero dollars, zero dollars, a bag of chips. Whatever I said about Carmella, I stand behind. So, but, yeah. So more, but the, but the, what else is happening? Heck in a second. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. Don't care. Yeah, dude, I don't It'll care. be a good match. No, but I don't. It'll care. be fine. I just don't. I'm not invested anymore. Rhea's flat. I want ever since I want she won the title. to win. That's like, what that's, I was saying. That's what I was thinking. Because sometimes you just you just got to punt, try it again another time. And I think that's where they're at with Rhea's title run. That's, like I agree. I think oh, it's like her NXT her. title run too. She's just well, and what I I haven't watched Raw, but I've listened to a lot of people talking about it. Apparently, her promos just she's has to read like it's really 
poorly written and she's not good at it they're very bad and she needs to be able to be a little free she needs that story that hits and her and charlotte just isn't that story it didn't work last time no they put on great matches also it's like her and oscar like they just for whatever reason don't mesh well together Mm -hmm. and so it's like that kind of was like oh okay and then, like, the, everything they're doing, like, with Nikki Cross is, like, very strange with this, where Nikki's, like, beating them, kind of, like, with, like, countouts and weird stuff. And so it's, like, that is more a bigger part of the story than, like, Rhea and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in, like, Kate, you know, Kate, like, in the world of professional wrestling, I really think, you know, Rhea, specifically WWE, Rhea's push was hit hardest by the timing of this COVID and the whole pandemic because like she really was when this kicked off like when 2020 kicked off uh you know she was one of the hottest things being talked about in wrestling and then that match that for wrestlemania against charlotte was being so built up and then they had to have it in the performance center and charlotte went over and it was just like oh that sucks and then there's just not been at all a window of opportunity for her to really like Mm -hmm. get that fire back it's not her fault it's just like things like timing. And then unfortunately, because of how much the Raw or SmackDown, Vince seems to not canonically want anything from NXT to carry over. Mm-hmm. There's just like what she really has nothing to to like stand on to be what like this this whole well, run is supposed to be. And I, even I like what, even oh, in NXT, ahead. if you like brought the NXT stuff with you, her last year in NXT is not great. Like even though she was having good matches and entertaining, if you look at it from like where her character was the year before that, it's yeah. like not even close. Like she feuded with Robert Stonebrand. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great, but yeah. Lost that three, that triple threat that EO won the title at. Um, and then Put over to tell him the way out. Yeah. And then yeah. just, um, yeah. Like spun her, like spun her wheels until putting Raquel over. Like mm-hmm. I, I will say that I um, I think at the Rumble, they did like with her and Bianca being kind of the last people in it. I think that was that could have been a good start. And they they honestly with her push, they gave it to her. Mm-hmm. Like they gave her everything with it. Like, like you know, people say, oh, like they're misusing her, or they're like miscasting them, they're not giving the correct push. She's actually gotten the correct push. Mm-hmm. It just hasn't hit. Yeah. And so it's like Zach, like you were saying, maybe it is time to just punt, regroup. Drop something else on the Microsoft Surface and go from there. Maybe she's a better chaser than a champ. Well, and not to mention like pineapple juice. Just, you know, it's a good chaser, but that's it. Well, and not to mention uh, to what Isai was saying is they were able to what they're trying to do with Rhea on Raw and stuff. They've done with Bianca on Smack uh, Bianca on SmackDown, and so mm-hmm. it's like Bianca's the more successful version of them getting over and so yeah i think it would be a good time for them to do something else with ria yeah is is the more successful version of that yeah does make sense yep oh yeah we got bobby versus drew hell in a cell a bobby it'll be a good match um just put away your expectations of this not being plotting like right it can yeah. it, that doesn't mean it's bad like mm-hmm. i mean just every got roman match is plotting exactly like 
it, it there it is i would say the nice way to say it is it will be deliberately paced yeah yeah that, like a randy orton match it's methodical to to that extent what do y'all think because i really do think that hell in a cell like and i would say with the in my opinion like maybe the one exception being that new day usos match the like last however many like five however many fucking years of hell in a cell since that big red boy got in there it doesn't feel like very scary sasha 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 bailey yeah. Like the oh, bigger matches. About, okay, okay. I'm talking about like the actual like the, the the structure being there doesn't feel like it has had the impact on the match. It just feels like it's a red cage match. Yeah, it just well, makes it harder to see. I well, mean, Seth also, and Dean Ambrose from like 2015 or 2014. Might, yeah, like, yeah it, but that's that it, six fun. years ago or so. Ever, ever since it became a pay per view is when it loses its luster. Just because it used to be like a like a gimmick match, it's like mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be something. Granted. They had some stinker skis in there, like Kevin Nash and Triple H. But, um, and but look, dude, he just wants to get to his old though, age and keep cranking it. Hell yeah. Um, but like on the other side of that, I mean, they like that that match type has had some fantastic matches. I mean, it had the last, of course, it had the last, like uh, one of the last five star WWF matches until like it was in 1997 until CM Punk and John Cena. That's how long between them. And that was the last one was Sean and Taker in the first Hell in a Cell match. I mean, it's so iconic that we mm. expect certain things from it. I mean, even like the ones that don't exactly, yes. necessarily hit like the other words, like uh, this one that always comes to mind is Brock Taker. That one was so good when Brock's first run. And it's like you expect mm. stuff like that or like Mankind or the first one or Triple H versus Taker, like stuff like that. That's what you want from it. And since it's a yearly pay-per-view, we don't get it because it's like, oh, we know there has to be something. Yeah. It's not like the end of a blood feud. It's, it's a special. throwaway pay-per-view. Yeah. They, yeah. They've made them too spot, like, gimmicky, like, spot gimmicky. Like, they, there's always, like, a spot, and they're really set up and stuff. That's why Sasha Bailey yeah. was amazing. It mm-hmm. was not, like, it was, like, spots that made sense for the cage. Yeah. Like, but it wasn't it, overly yeah. saturated. Yeah, they didn't go off the side of the like Drew going off the side of the cage last year was fucking stupid because that's like mm-hmm. he's not that kind of wrestler. Like he's not mm-hmm. the like bump off a cage wrestler. Yeah, yeah he's not he's so he's not Shane. He's not, not Shane. KO. Like those are the guys that should be going off the off the cage. Like even just off the side. Like when Drew did it, it's so like he's so obviously taking a back bump like onto the table. Like and that's good. He's safe and all that, but like. Yeah. It was so obvious, and it made it's so yeah. stupid. Like that, the whole match led up to the mo- like so, this one super obviously set up spot. It's you, well, I'll even bring up a a point, Bryson. You made like the Ambrose Rollins one. That was a blood feud, and so when they both took the stupid cage from first off, Ambrose is a guy that you would think Mox is like he would take that bump, and like Seth like has to because like, Ambrose at the time was like, if I'm gonna like if I have to kill myself to kill you, that's fine. Right. And so it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, you said cage so much that it made me think, and do you think AEW will ever do uh, Christian Cage versus Brian Cage in a cage? With Ethan yeah, Page I, as the referee? Yes. Yeah, yes. with Ethan Page and Adam Page. Nope, guys, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, special guest referee. I, w- I think I, I want the cage. Special enforcer. I want Cage. I want Cage and Cage versus Page and Page. That would be fun. Oh wow, Page here in the bird cage. Team Cage versus Team Page. 
I'm here. I'm Nick Cage. I'm here to referee this match. I'm in a pig movie. <laughs> they said they're going to pay me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's wrestling. We're done talking about wrestling. Let's let's get into some. Oh, yeah, some an hour later. <laughs> yeah, it might have. I think it might have been. It's over. Hour. Hey, what's up? I just want to say. Oh, no. Enzo's here. Happy 200. I made you guys oh, a special thanks. pizza that's is it has no pineapple because he's it actually is just it just has pepperoni on it because I'm pepperoni jabroni. Mm, I didn't say my name. And uh it's Enzo Moore. He says a pepperoni guy, so I know that about him. I like it to my shop before pepperoni, he likes jabroni. The pepperoni I make, yes. Oh, you don't eat meat, Matt. I'm Thank sorry. You. It's good. It's I'll make no, a, it's okay. I'll, I'll make two pizzas. One will no, no, just no, no, have. No. It's okay. It's okay. I make pizza for a living. I appreciate that. I can throw on some fucking cheese and some mm-hmm. shrooms. Whatever yeah, you want. He's gonna have pick... his dick in the pizza box, isn't he? No, I, I don't stuff my crust. Pe- he's gonna give no. us extra <laughs> sausage. Wink. Opens the box. It's pepperoni jabroni's dick. Oh, pepperoni! You sex which, which which of these? Which of <laughs> which, which of these condom? Which of these condiment bottles is ranch, and which one is milk and Vaseline? Mm. If if you do if you do the mixture right, you can never tell. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fun game. I like to play with my customers. What I just, all I want to say is I I really just appreciate that you stuck two hundred candles in this pepperoni pizza. <laughs> yeah, pepperoni, that's, there's a lot of wax. wax. It's, it's oh, inedible. Oh, I wasted a lot of food and resources I could have given to the community, but it's for you guys. Yep. So happy sure. birthday, two hundred episodes. All right, see you later. Uh, was, see, it, uh, was, was this be was this be considered our birthday? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, our birthday is this month. It was. Yeah. Come on, what? I'll find out when our birthday was. The only thing that people uh, the birthday was like last week. Yeah, we've almost made them match up now by miss like missing some weeks and stuff. Like yeah, fucking backlash. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure I messaged the your guys's podcast on Twitter with the exact day. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, thank you thank for knowing you. more than we do. Uh, speaking <laughs> of that, since you've listened to every episode. What are what are some things that I don't know? Do you have questions? Do you have comments? Do you have whatever concerns? Well, is this, a, is this like concerns. a coaching session with like a subordinate? Are you scared okay. to beg us to stop? Questions? I'm having a one on one on one on one on one. Um, the only concern I have is how much love you guys used to have for Lars Sullivan, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's some shit. There's some shit hey, age well. Uh, I was real over on Tessa too. I'll I'll admit. That. Oh, we all we all were. I'd early say. days, early early days of this podcast was almost an Enzo Amore appreciation show. It really was um, Joey Ryan appreciation show. So. Oh my god! No, yes. I have. Yeah. I get suggestions on my phones. All of the wrestlers I have picture with are sex criminals. <laughs> It's true. Joey Ryan, Jimmy Havoc, Teddy Hart. Hart. (laughs) Oh, God. Cole Cabana is not. Cole Cabana is a good guy. Cole Cabana is a good guy. Our our birthday is next. uh, Well, it's the 29th. 29th is our birthday. Perfect. Um, So, really, I just want to know, with Derek, Hmm. what new wrestling moves do you know? Um... 
other than the established established you cannot say of course you cannot say swinging fisherman's neckbreaker and yes you cannot say code of silence you've Um, said them both already this episode oh death valley driver because i think that's only a move so that they can yell it on aew because in every single match it's death valley driver Um, i believe you meet the attitude adjustment um i know canadian destroyer um can i tell you what it is no i know it's a move um there's like a flipping pile driver a fisherman's buster i've heard that that's that's mercedes is a finisher okay um um i'm trying to think of non-finishers because i know know the finishers do you know what I have a question. Do you know why they call it a fisherman's? Yeah, because they they hook, they hook it. They hook hook it. what? The neck. What do they hook? Nope. The leg. The nope. leg. The leg. Yeah. There it is. You've asked there me is. this before. <laughs> um, there's um clothesline. Yeah. Okay. Arm now drag. We're into, let's get into fundamentals. Arm drag. Arm bar. <laughs> But what what do you know what the difference between a clothesline and a lariat is? No, <laughs> not in the slightest. You run into a clothesline, a lariat runs into you. Oh, okay, oh. okay, um, okay. Uh, I know what a chop is. Okay. Uh, but non strikes. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that's it. I'm just like, oh, that looks cool. And then I know what about, a, you know, um, what about a sliced bread number two? <laughs> Is that a Trent move? No. Sounds like a shit sandwich. That's weird. It sounds like a Trent move. It's Trent a Brian Kendrick move. <laughs> yeah. The Brian Kendrick's finisher. Yeah, I think that's I think I'm tapped out on knowing names. Trent, yeah. Trent's move is uh crunchy. <laughs> Tight. That rocks. Mm. Also, the he dude, has a dude buster. buster. The dude, dude buster, buster and a sexy Chucky knee. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, can we just talk about how weird name for wrestling moves are? Like the awful waffle. That's just because Chuck Taylor's a weird guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and I love that now they get these things over on TV that they're like, yeah, this is just a silly thing I came up with. Yeah. Yeah. I know, huh? They, they really do just have a platform that I think God. AEW will be remembered for. Do you guys remember what? Keith Lee's finisher was called in NXT. The fucking BBC. The Big Bang Catastrophe. The BBC. Yep. <laughs> I did not put that together. Oh, I yeah, think dude. the New Day has some sexual innuendos in their names too. Oh, in their one of the they moves do. they have is the Afternoon Delight. Yeah. Well, Ember Moon before her before her finish was that it was the O Face. So yeah. <laughs> her name was Athena, and her finisher was the O Face. O Face. <laughs> Oh, I have a question. Yeah, I have yes. a question. So yes. after after you know here on our two hundredth birthday, uh, would you say that your uh, and this we've is gotten worse? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. No. Let, no. No. I'm done with critiques of the show. I can't. I can't bear to hear it. Um, but uh, <laughs> would you say that your love for professional wrestling has been strengthened, or has maybe mm-hmm. a bit of the the magic worn off of professional wrestling? Uh, especially like you, the, Bryson, because you had to listen to us go through it. Especially um, like um, Oster, like since like the middle where you really started getting into it, or yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I uh, I watch NXT and I watch pay per views 
and sometimes I'll check out other stuff. I still like the world of wrestling. I still um, enjoy knowing what's going on. Um, I think I, I mean, when we started, the whole point was me being a super casual fan, and then I ended up diving deep. And so I, I think as an outsider looking in with you, I think you like, you enjoy wrestling to a greater degree. Yeah. But you found what you like. Yeah, yeah, And so that's I, what you gravitate to. I don't want, I don't, we, like, if I, we don't get paid for this shit. So I'm not going to, like, waste my time Correct. watching something I don't want to watch. <laughs> like, that's a good that's, point. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I do, I appreciate it more. Instead of being like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's silly. I'm like, oh, this is what I like about this specifically. It's like, I understand mm. it. I appreciate it. Um, I love live shows. I love them. Uh, yeah. As much shit as I give AEW, uh, Double or Nothing was magical. Um, fucking seeing, I mean, that Cody Dustin match was great. Did you cry real tears? Um, I did. Um, I did. Yes, but only when the dude sitting by himself when Judas hit was started singing it. My fucking Canadian buds. Ask him. <laughs> Ask him. Uh, yeah, everybody else answer this because my answer uh, is the same. That has not changed I'm, at all. I'm envious of that. I, I would say I love wrestling just as much as I ever have. I'm just definitely not. Um, I'm not as like dug deep into it right right now. And like quarantine has been a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, just like my my just life schedule is a lot different sure. than it was like when we started this podcast. When we started this podcast, I was like working fucking desk job that I like was doing anything else to not be doing work. So I was like looking up yeah. wrestling shit and making wrestling based spreadsheets where I could track stats and shit. And like and I still go like, you know, update those things like the the uh, the world title uh excel like our google sheet spreadsheet that has like every single title reign of every belt from when it started um i still go update that but i'll realize oh i missed two people like and mm. so like and now i like i work in the evenings i like so if i miss something and i don't and i hear it's not that great like i'm not gonna go yeah. watch raw like the next day like in full if i like heard it wasn't that great you know and which has been consistent for a while yeah um right i i I go on big like just deep dives every once in a while where i'm just like i'm gonna get caught up on everything like and but it's definitely different now yeah bryson how about you how's your how do you how do you feel on your wrestle journey how's your walk with with lord wrestling So I can tell you guys right now, I'd much rather listen to this podcast and watch WWE right now. (laughs) So I'd much rather do that. But no, um, I'm basically like Zach and Isai. I live and breathe wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, Lately, it's definitely been hard with WWE because it's basically like being a fan in 2008 and 2009 all over again. It's just hard regurgitated bullcrap. So Lately, I've just been trying to deep dive myself back into stuff that I never really cared about uh, growing up in my fandom, I guess you want to call it, because from 
being like 22 to up until a couple years ago, I was all about indie stuff. I was all about the flippy stuff. I was all about just spot, spot, spots. I was always just that kind of stuff. I never really cared for um, the true storytelling that Japan had or the actual um, interesting art of catches catch can or anything like that. And so what I've been doing the last like year, year and a half is going back and rewatching all the stuff from like Misawa and Stan Hansen and going back and watching old stuff from like CMLL and just re-watching all that stuff and just getting really re-acclimated with all the old wrestling and stuff I never took appreciation for. Well, and I think well, now Bryson, that's made me, yeah. Um, it's Bret Hart here. Um, you want to talk about storytelling, you really should watch all of my oh. matches because um, you know, I made it look real. And um, I could tell real stories in the ring that, like, like you said, they don't do these days, but like I did it then. And also... Um, Wrestling boys, I am. Uh, I just want to say happy 200 to us because this is yeah. Bret Hart and the wrestling boys. It is, and um, yeah. it still is. And Matt, um, yeah, are you still gonna go get get me a cheeseburger after this when you're done? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got your order. I got it written down. Okay. You used to wrestle in Japan. <laughs> hey. Oh no, Laurenitis. Johnny Ace. It wants to be here. I wrestled in Japan. That's great. Hey, how's uh how's your sex life? It's uh it's pretty banging. By banging, I mean Nikki and Bree's mom. Oh man, greatest hits. Oh yeah, Johnny Ace. I I, I hear you've been calling people to fire them. How's that going? Oh, pretty great. Vince likes it when I do my job. <laughs> Sending home fucking wrestling you, stuff in trash bags. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Do you think that uh, Vince likes you more than he likes Shane? Oh, uh, I hope so. But it wouldn't take much. <laughs> Thanks, John. Thanks for stopping by, John. Now, please, please see yourself out. I'm just waiting for uh, Ron Strowman to have his first interview since being released. God. Two dudes coming. Dude, what podcast do you think he's going gone? Is he going go Jericho's or Paquette's? He, 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 was already, he was already on our podcast. True. Um, I'm going to guess <laughs> Union Pacific uh, official podcast. The Proud Boys podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guns and guns and uh, guns Daisy. And Glory. <laughs> yeah. Now that Bronco, Bronco make his way back. Podcast, guns and Glory. <laughs> God, bro. The podcast glory. that Braun should come on. Is gonna be my podcast because I would have booked him right. Bro, so Vince Russo, everybody. I'm uh, I'm Matt's favorite writer in wrestling, bro. <laughs> Matt talks to me all the time and just tells me how great I am. And Braun, if you want to come on a podcast, come on the Russo podcast where we tell it like it is, not like that big bald son of a bitch Hulk Hogan. Good job for 200 episodes of uh, Sports Entertainment Boys. Um, it's great. Um, it's not as great as when I wrote Raw because uh, without Ben Suso, there'd be no Steve Austin. And if you want Lucha Libres, go to Japan. Thanks, thanks, Vince. <laughs> thanks, Vince. Really wish you would stop coming by. <laughs> yeah, I used, I, I used to think Brett was annoying. <laughs> you know, what I think though, I do think like after doing this show for as much as we have, like I, I for sure am more um, like in tune with the the inner workings of wrestling that I kind of wish I wasn't, but at the same time, 
I'm glad because I do tend to root for people that are just shoot shitheads. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to know <laughs> what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. But there's a definitely amount of like, uh, of like innocent fun that like, I think doing all of this, uh, these episodes has now like taken away from wrestling, but what's been replaced, what's been replaced though, is like, this fucking a sucks. Definite... no, well, the products can, can be fucking shitty, but I have such, such more of like a love for, yeah. Like kind of what you were saying, Bryson, like different styles of wrestling, or there's more mm-hmm. like the more we watch or talk about things, the more it's like, I don't know, like finding that I'm like, like, it, you know, mentally being like, why do I love deathmatch wrestling so much? Why do I like watching people do that to themselves so much? Uh, or like you're saying, like more of like the 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 catch as catch can kind of stuff, or or looking back at older things, it's like oh, there's just an endless amount of wrestling that like there is literally something for everybody in professional wrestling, and it does not have to be the week to week like WWE product mm. yeah. because that was something I wrestled with for a while, pun no pun intended, <laughs> but uh, but was like oh man, I'm not watching every WWE, I'm not pulling an Esai and watching every WWE product every week, it's but we hard. have wrestling. We have a wrestling show. He's like, you like, don't have to. Wrestling, we don't. <laughs> well, have somebody to. on this podcast has to watch wrestling. No, we well, don't it. have to talk about fucking raw. We can keep up on what's going fucking on raw. without watching. Raw. But uh, it, yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about fucking raw, but we can't talk about fucking raw. <laughs> I hope fucking raw. But yeah, I think my love for wrestling has has grown, mm-hmm. but I don't. But my my love for WWE products. Uh, has has diminished. <laughs> I mean, in, in wrestling, there really is this kind of something that's out there for like pretty much everybody. Like, there's so many different things. It's just a great storytelling medium. I mean, there's literally a wrestler named Drugs Bunny in a promotion called Hood Slam. I mean, <laughs> come on, there, there's yeah. fucking like there's just so much fucking shit that's out there. I mean, like shit like even like Kaiju Big Battle. Yeah, if you want some fucking weird no. shit, there it is. I was yeah. gonna say like. One thing that I'd say like is different about how I feel about wrestling and, and, and shit like now um, is just like how much there's still a long ways to go, but how much like more inclusive it is even mm-hmm. now, like, you know, four years since we started this show. Um, yeah. Like yeah. I, I thinking back like early on, like when I started watching wrestling again, I was like, um, like when I started watching wrestling again was like coincided with like when I first came out as like Mm -hmm. and it was honestly like part of like a similar time in my life and like there was so few like out queer wrestlers like at that time like darren young was the only one in the company like sonya deville was around soon after it and then on the indies there weren't a lot like i remember when Pero coming out was a pretty big deal like and like got like a story written about him and stuff and like and deservedly so but like now it's like this year and during pride month like it was like the first week of per- like the like not even the first week is like the first few days of the month uh case said seats ran a story where there were 13 like it like mostly indie like or i think all indie rest but re- indie wrestlers that had come out as queer in some way like mm-hmm. this month like and that's sick yeah. like that showing like and like you see these like the shows like effie's big gay brunch and like all these and these shows that are like queer themed or queer centric and like they are huge hits like for it just in indie wrestling in general where that would have been a niche thing at like a couple of years ago like and that's sick and like yeah. same with like women's wrestling like i think it's still like growing and still getting better but like it's not 
it's just normal now when it's a main event of something. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel weird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Any other things you want to say, Bryson? Any other questions you have? Um, not really. I, I just, I want, I want to say how cool it is as an outside fan to go over these last 200 episodes and see how much you all have grown as people coming from me basically being strangers to all of you guys yeah. to basically feeling like I'm <laughs> friends with you guys. Yeah, uh, It's cool to see like everything that Zach's gone through um, and hearing Zach talk about everything that they've gone through has definitely helped me like appreciate the queer aspect of wrestling a lot more because I've always appreciated guys like FBI. I've always really appreciated Rudos and stuff like that. I've always liked that, but I've never really truly understood that this was an art form for them outside of wrestling as much as it is inside of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then it's also been really cool to see like you, Derek, how much you've grown and learned uh, about wrestling and just, it's been really cool to see like you become you go from being super duper casual to seeing to uh, seeing you as someone who is a pretty knowledgeable person about something that I'm so passionate about. <laughs> and then with Matt, you're the most fucking positive person ever, and it's almost infuriating at times. Well, and in in a world of wrestling where the fans are such negative fucking assholes, it's so nice having that like shine of light when you're listening to a podcast because i mean even listening to like other podcasts there's still a ton of negativity and with mm. you it's always just like well i like what i like yeah and it's unfortunately and it's so I think my, brain, my brain was abused by vince russo as a child i did not I, abuse your brain i'm gonna come up here to shut down these allegations if you're going to be a son of a bitch like Hulk Hogan, we're going to have some problems. Who was world champion, me or you? Answer me that question. Uh, I, I, if, if I, who'd if you forced, ever beat? Who'd you ever who'd beat, you? huh, Matt? <laughs> Want to know who I beat? I, I beat Vince McMahon in his own game because I made the stuff. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. <laughs> it, no, do you want so Somebody funny please about listen that? to my podcast. Please. <laughs> it's like I trying to stay it. relevant. <laughs> I didn't realize how much bad wrestling I thought was good until doing this show. For sure. For sure. My bad. So My basically bad. you're saying that all WCW fans have been gaslighted. Yes. I mean, is there a case to be made? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's unfolding. There is. But yeah, just to that point, it's just been really cool to see how the progression of the podcast over the last few years. I'd say it's been cool to see Eastside grow, but Eastside's still the fucking wrestling encyclopedia. <laughs> I'm the same. Yep. But just like, but like, just seeing your passion hasn't diminished or anything. Like hearing you talk about, I mean, even you, even back four years ago, hearing you talk about independent uh, wrestlers back then, such as like Colt Cabana and all these other guys who are now big hot commodities. Hearing you talk about them when not a lot of people, especially not a lot of, oh, excuse me, not a, a lot of other uh, platforms and stuff. We're talking about independent wrestlers to the extent that you were and to the extent that Zach was. And so, um, I don't know. It's just really cool. This uh, podcast, it, it just, it's really cool because it's a lot more inclusive. It's not so mainstream. I hate that fucking word. 
Um, but it's not mainstream, and it's not just like this whole piddly puddly WWE versus AW fan bullshit. It's this whole narrative of everything encompassing, whether you are like me, uh, somebody who spends 20 hours a day thinking, watching, or writing about <laughs> wrestling, or somebody who is like Derek, who started off as a casual fan and just wants to listen to something to kill two hours of time. You'd, so you, this podcast covers all of that for me. Two hours minimum. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank hey, you. Uh, Bryson, Honestly, Bryson, thank point. you so much. Uh, just like uh, this podcast, you know, not being mainstream, it's underground. It's like those punk rock shows, the rock and roll bands, metal, <laughs> just like NXT. We have badass rocker chicks on here. I know some of these guys are badass rockers. They come out there and they shred on their axes or hit the drums or play the bass and they're just there rocking out just like me and Poppy. And so, um, and Nita Strauss, her too. And, and so uh, happy uh, 200. Um, and we, I know you guys are always going to talk good about NXT because we are NXT. Thanks, Trips. And uh, thanks for the money. Uh, I appreciate it. I, I didn't send you money. Thanks for the fuck money. <laughs> Why am I going to send you money? What if that was the big reveal that we were like in NXT's pocket? Oh, that'd be so uh, fucking cool. I, I, oh, my God. <laughs> We'd be on. Probably have a lot more money than we have now. Oh, which 100%. Is well, but, then, but the funny thing is, you saying that if we truly were in Vince's pocket, that's just you trying to work everybody, being like, oh, we'd really have a lot more money then. Yeah, if you want the real truth, you guys are in a Vince's pocket, just a different Vince. Matt, your check's in the mail, bro. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want your money. Matt, quit pretending like we're not best friends outside of here. We All we do is we go get pizza and talk shit about Bret Hart. Hey, you guys go get pizza? Why don't you ever come to my place? Because uh, Enzo Amore, nobody likes you. <laughs> just kidding, Pepperoni, Jabroni. Yelp, review, Yelp, Yelp reviews. That's just part of my gimmick is to not like Pepperoni, Jabroni. I really no. actually don't mind him. Yeah, it's, Why has nobody invited John Cena for pizza? Uh, I cannot, unfortunately, eat pizza currently on my uh, diet, though I'd love to. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> gotta keep the pounds off. Uh, yeah. John, you've, you've, ever since acting, you've really come alive. Uh, you know, I have a little bit of a twinkle in my eye. Yeah, you do. You have quite a spring in your step. We can see it. We'd love to see you happy like uh, that. You, if you want to see a spring in my step, I literally put on some big moon shoes that uh, have rockets in them in the new uh, Fast and the Furious 9 uh, coming soon to theaters. Uh, June 25th. That's awesome. Nothing like nothing like an international scandal to let you know you're alive, right? Uh, I'd like to apologize for uh, referring to. <laughs> oh, no, no, you don't have to. Please, oh, your uh, please as a podcast. Uh, everyone knows it's not a real one. Uh, <laughs> fucking oh, fucking got him, John. Damn, dude. Oh, Bryson, when you went back and listened, did you hear me rant about how you guys got facts wrong on what you? <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring that. I was. You gotta wait for that. So that whole story was about the Von Erickson stuff. Drew was inebriated. Yeah. <laughs> and I was also very inebriated. And yeah, that was bad. That was before we had like notes or anything. And before we really had any idea of what we were going to do. You want to know a trick? We still don't have notes. <laughs> well, we I, start, I used to have notes and now no. <laughs> We didn't want to just become like a, a recap show and we didn't want to feel like we were just like piggybacking off of you because like Drew got the idea to start a podcast after listening to you guys. 
Oh, tight. how did he find us? <laughs> yeah, because because Drew became the most like submersive wrestling fan in the world overnight. Like I've known Drew for like seven years now, and he became a wrestling fan like two years ago by watching like Brody King wrestling matches, and then Rest. just like became so submersive over it. And he he ended up watching like twenty years worth of wrestling in like a year. <laughs> And so he just started taking in like every podcast medium he could. And then he was just like, oh, you should listen to these guys. I need to know how he found us. Does he like the McElroy family of products by chance? (laughs) It might. It could have been Tyson Fights because I posted on that group once. That's how Emma found us. Yeah, I I used to post. Yeah, there's the Tyson Fights one. And then there's all if he likes McElroy's, there's the McManelroy's group that I will cross post stuff in occasionally that's cool though shout out Drew. it also might just be because we're international since i mean who else gets johnny gargano almost every week I don't know. uh johnny gargano that bastard <laughs> i i love uh, that's um back to wrestling i love when he just came in he's such a nerd <laughs> hey who are you calling a nerd that's oh. genuinely probably my favorite voice you do johnny what voice that's I don't know. Johnny. voice Johnny's here, you jerk. I'm going to say a swear. Candace, cover your ears so I don't get in trouble again. Uh You're being an ass. Johnny, have you gone gone to the new Avengers land that opened? Candace didn't let me go because I said a swear in the house again. Mm. And then I let Austin come over. We stayed up too late drinking soda. (laughs) What what soda? What's your soda of choice? We had Mountain Dew, but we had original Mountain Dew. I can usually only have a small cup of diet Mountain Dew, but Candace didn't know that Austin brought it over. So we got in trouble and she found the bottles under my bed. It's a race car. Uh, You know Austin drinks Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah, Austin's a Pepsi boy for Mm, sure. Just like Derek. No! Yeah, we're bringing this back. Sorry, Derek. If there's two things I've learned over listening to this podcast the last year and a half, Mm -hmm. it's that Yep. Derek loves screwdriver and he yep. loves Pepsi. Loves Pepsi. Yep. It's hard to tell which one is more problematic. <laughs> yeah, we kind of, you know, and it's just us to keep Derek accountable. And I yeah. think that's like, kind well, of. Well, wasn't it Pepsi? I uh, forgot which Jenner that um, solved racism. It's Kylie. And the, yeah. And, and then, then who gave Pepsi to a cop? And then, yeah. and then, then Cody solved it for good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. By having no. a half black daughter. <laughs> I had an interracial daughter. I named her Liberty. <laughs> when it when it comes to Pepsi though, I just like to separate the art from the artist. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't like screwdriver. I don't like Pepsi. Wow. He's loves Are we actually putting it? Wow, two, episode 200, we're finally gonna put this to bed, huh? Mm. That, yeah, oh, yeah. I just like I them. have to he defend myself them. every time. <laughs> Yeah, you really do. I mean, you I don't really want do. people thinking this shit is real sometimes, okay? Right? Because some people, I know, I understand it. Sometimes people, people thinking, are like, oh, this, this people are like this podcast just celebrated the 200th episode. Let's see what that 200th is all about. And they're like, well, all I learned is that the the guy who introduces the show, he's fucking racist and loves Pepsi. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, why, I got why some are... text messages that. <laughs> Isai. Derek does just not kidding. like. It was Derek not like the band Screwdriver, but I've seen I I watch him exclusively drink Pepsi products when he's not recording. Yeah, Mm-mm. there's it's one truth and one lie, and the lie is that he doesn't like Pepsi. You know, the truth is he doesn't like Screwdriver. He's would, not a racist. He's always been great. I would 
I, not always, but in the past no. six-ish years, <laughs> we try. Um, I yeah, uh, we are we, we real, are from Idaho and grew up religious. real racist before. I wasn't racist, but I wasn't. It was so good. He was he was so racist before? I mean, you know, yeah, not actively years being ago, racist, but uh, the day this is a weird like, conversation you know to have on a podcast. <laughs> Hey, right. not not all of us that love Pepsi are racists. I, I was it. I, I guess I would. <laughs> say everybody that, who loves racism loves Pepsi. I guess I would say that I was. I had a lot of internal racism that I had to battle. That's what all. That's what it comes down. Would to. it more? I, I feel like just since Coke's from the South, that it'd probably be just inherently a little bit more racist. I mean, Coke probably gives more money to shitty places, so probably. Well, hey, what you know what? Topic to get on. Yeah, you know what. You take that, you take those racist beliefs, you stomp a mud hole and walk them dry. Straight up a steam Congratulations on the Congratulations on the 200, boys. Thanks, Stone Cold. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> we did a whole episode just about you. My, my, oh, uh, yeah. My, my favorite. I just wanted to stop in and just say, you guys have had more than just a cup of coffee in the big time. I want you guys to snap into a Slim Jim. And happy 200, <laughs> except for Spider-Man. <laughs> the bone saw is ready. Oh, Thanks, Randy. Man. Rest in peace. Um, I'm going to go to heaven now. Thanks, <laughs> Bye, Randy. Thanks Randall. I don't, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> um, I, I got I to leave in like 15. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, um, well, okay, so it'll we... take me a while to get through one of my promos. It's me, Tommy. But now I'm in my garage instead of that room. I got kicked out of my room. Now I got kicked my, out of my room too once too. Live in my streaming dungeon. That sounds scary. Call it my uh, room. We do. We got questions from Emma. Well, yeah. yeah, Emma. Yeah. Emma, you've been a great, a huge part of this 200 episode journey. Yeah, Emma, you're we one love of, you to death. One of two fans, maybe three. <laughs> I think Walter will listen, give a listen to us as well. And and you know what? If you're a if you're a fourth out there, why don't you uh, comment, rate, mm-hmm. and subscribe out there? Yeah, ah. yeah, yeah, Kevin. If you listen, let us know. Yeah, Kevin. No, we know, know you're out there. I don't know, Kevin. Kevin. My dad's name's Kevin. Tight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bryce's dad. Uh, if you listen, shout out Bryce's dad. Uh, uh, Kevin, uh, big Kev from Salt Lake. Shout out Kev. I love Kev. All right, what's Emma got right. for us? Uh, yeah, Emma's also sent a really nice little message. So I'm going to read that right now. Wow. Um, I was going to do it in a voice, but I can't decide which one, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, she said, uh, congrats on 200 episodes. You're all genuine. Get it? Friends yeah. in my eyes. And and we met totally by chance. You're the only wrestling podcast I listen to now, and it's been cool to watch you guys get better and better. I hope I can show up on another at some point. You, you can. Or maybe even go to a show with you guys since COVID kind of killed that dream for a bit. Yes, please. Uh, but it. thanks for being a mainstay in my podcast rotation for uh, for the last almost four years. You're all Jesus. great. That's wild. Uh, yeah. And then she sent us a few questions. Uh, Emma, we love you. Thank you so much. Derek, You're everyone. Rec- you have a recurring segment for us. So mm, Yeah. Uh, Derek, you uh, have to wait to answer this one until everyone else answers, okay? Because okay. you'll be the one who knows it fastest. Best Fast and Furious movie. First one. 
I mean, that's look, look, I'm making my way through the franchise for the first time right now. And I will say we did just watch fast five last night for the first time where in which the rock showed up. And now that's my favorite. The solid answer. First one for me, but I think it's also a lot of nostalgia. Um, yeah, I used to, and it's like, I, I remember watching it like back in the day when it first came out and just with my buds. And then I remember Tony and I used to watch it all the time and I lived with him. So it's always associated with good stuff for me. So also, I mean, when he says family, you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. Mm, cool. I felt that. Mm. Hell yeah. Point Break is the oh. same exact plot, but a better film. Also, I will say when the homeboy comes back after like they fight, he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, gotta eat. I also felt that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Bryson, do you have a favorite Fast and Furious movie? Tokyo Drift. I like that one too. I like that. I, that one's underrated. Tokyo Drift is, is a like karate movie. It's real underrated. There's some cool stuff in it. Um, it doesn't Zachary have Ty Vin, Brian. It doesn't have Vin Diesel though. Like I cannot le- say one is my favorite if it doesn't have Vin. That's I, I mean, unless you can say Hobson Shaw, because Hobson Shaw is probably my favorite. You are the dumbest. Like <laughs> beefs back on it. Like it's back that on. Movie is beefs on. on. That movie's a bastardization of the franchise. They don't even understand why those movies are good. It's just The Rock and Statham, who I love Statham, like, like comparing their balls, like, legitimately. Like, they just make ball jokes the whole time, and they have wonderful chemistry, but, like... Okay, did you ever listen to The Rock's promos? I mean, yeah, I have, but The Rock is good in the Fast and Furious movies. But in Hobbs and Shaw, it's like they're making fun of it. Whereas like the Fast and Furious movies are stupid. They're dumb, but they're so sincere. And that's why they're good. And Hobbs and Shaw is poking fun at it. And it sucks. It makes me mad. But they became family. No. Family. Also, I'm still mad at Statham for being. There it is. I was literally about to say. Killing Han in cold blood. And now Han's but, alive. I'll find out next week the whole story. If Han and Jason Statham give each other a hug, you know what? Maybe I'll be fine yeah. with it. Okay, maybe maybe check back in next week then. Maybe I, I hope it's a little, just a little kiss. Yeah, um, that, that, but that's the hook to bring people you in. Didn't answer yet, right? Yeah, um, I'll let you answer. Sorry. Which one is the safe? Uh, five. So five, five, five. So I like six the most, but that like final piece of five is my favorite. Like. Yeah. part of any of them the the, the safe like fin- climax safe of that movie. It's, it's a fucking fun. heist movie with cars it rocks yeah um, I, th- so, I think six is a better movie throughout but five is that's mm. so it is very hard for me um yeah like yeah i get hard, hard when i watch it how hard yeah. is it for you derek like six yeah, we, yeah, we. like six inches um <laughs> when i so six is the best movie if you're looking at it as a movie. Movie. Five is the one that changed it all for me. And it changed a lot for me. It's like, oh, I like big dumb action movies. That's what I love. That's what makes me happy. Um, seven has one of the best set pieces, like that car action scene in like the middle of the movie, like that I think I've ever seen. Um it also introduces Jason Satham, who I think is a better addition to the franchise than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
partially because Vin Diesel and Dwayne hated each other. So the chemistry when they're not together and you can totally tell it's just off. Mm. Um, also, Statham has a different charm that I like. It's like a weird British to- charm. And what I like- I'm taking from this, though, is that you're cutting and pasting a Frankenstein of your favorite Fast and Furious movie. You have to look at one entity Six. and say, which one's your favorite? Six. Six. It's hard. It's so hard. But mm. nine has John Cena. Right. And maybe they'll, they won't do Charlize Dirty in nine. Yeah, I uh, hope so. And I, is, is Helen Mirren back? Because she's actually maybe my favorite. Yes, small yes. addition to the whole franchise. Yes. Helen uh, fucking Mirren. <laughs> J- Jaw rules my favorite addition to the whole franchise. It's it's a bummer that Jaw didn't get the shine, but Ludacris, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> Ludacris is like a way better just actor and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, 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 I Chris Ludacris I, Bridges. My yes. mistake. Yeah, I wish this was a different era. I don't actually wish this because I love I I love James Bond movies, but I wish this was a different era of James Bond where it was sillier. Yeah, so that it could cross over and be Mission Impossible versus Fast and Furious versus James Bond. Hell yeah, <laughs> great! And like in every single scene, like uh, Tom Cruise has to be like on like stairs or a ladder or something. Uh-huh. You can never see how short he is. And but, but Vin <laughs> Diesel's also on a ladder, and then like a... <laughs> they just keep climbing up higher. <laughs> He's on. Tom Cruise is on a very tall treadmill. Yeah. Looks he like has like to be like, running. Looks like Bryson's about to sit on a toilet. <laughs> no, changing out headphones. Hell yeah, dude! Sometimes you gotta fucking hit him with that double whammy when it comes to headphones. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question: Movie theater food picks. Um, I'm I'm a popcorn and soda. Oh soda yeah, big popcorn. Big popcorn, tons of butter. Uh, oh, yeah. Popcorn or, uh, sh- or shitty nachos too. Yeah, I popcorn, pump cheese, sour patch kids. Give me a popcorn. Give me a big soda. Give me some fucking red vines. I love red vines, and as a fucking man who's in his late. Latest twenties you could ever possibly be. I still love to make a good straw out of a red vine. I hell yeah. I mean, because we, we have like the village and shit. Like you can get actually get food and stuff, and generally usually have a meal there. And like it's actually pretty good. But I mean, I just need a big popcorn. And I'm happy. Yeah. Mm. I like uh, Anya and I recently went to a movie for the first time. Like since like I think the last Star Wars movie might have been the last movie I saw in theaters. It had been a long time since I've seen a movie in theaters before quarantine. Damn, so I was big popcorn. It was so good. Uh, it was so good. What'd you I, see? Oh, uh, we saw Nobody that uh, Bob Odenkirk. Oh movie. yeah, oh, John Wick with Bob Odenkirk. It's fucking great. It's, oh, I know I it is, it. but yeah. yeah, I gotta see it. It is John right, Wick so with Bob Odenkirk. Go-to? Gotta go with a large popcorn, cherry coke, and then mm. fucking red vines always. What, Yo, with red you. vines better than Twizzlers, one hundred percent. Now, where do you where do you fall on the where do you fall on the uh, the side of the fence when it comes to uh, the Pib family? You Pib man? No, I don't like any Dr Pepper flavored anything. Mm, okay, we differ. We differ. We differ there, but we're but we're, we're bonded by the red vines. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we are a we're a Pib podcast. Yeah. We're, we're in the pocket of Big Pib. Tastes just tastes just like popsicle sticks. Um, I will, however, say that I'll take a doctor, a diet Dr. Pepper over mo- pretty much anything, though. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The, the Dr. Pepper Zero's uh, cream soda are. Yes. So the cream soda ones fuck heavily. A DDP. Throw it up. Bang. Bang. 
All right. You got to get into that diamond cutter. Hulk it out. Diet Dr. Diamond. <laughs> God, that's such a good name. Diet, such a- Diet Dr. Diamond Dallas Page. God, like I, I really want to knock off Dr. Pepper called Do- Dr. Diamond now. <laughs> Dr. Diamond? Diet Dr. Diamond. Dr. Diamond mine. That's so good. <laughs> All right. Last question from Emma. What is the best Gatorade flavor? Great. Uh, that the white one that's like cherry flavored. I'm with you on that. That one fucking rips. Um, the, the the Gatorade was uh, when it came out was a uh, fierce grape. That one was the best one. Um, has to be G two like so it doesn't have like the sugar because um they're so sweet when it's like regular ones. Yeah, I only. I mean, also I'm a, I'm a avid zero drinker again for everything, but I mean I literally have a great Powerade here. Like I'm drinking, so like grapes usually a go to, but it has to like the fierce grape. I remember when I got that as a kid. I'm like, this is the fucking nectar of the gods. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Derek. I love that 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 cherry one. That's like, it's it's. White. I mean, can we be honest? It's a little, cummy, a little jitty looking. Yeah. But it tastes mm. good. Um, Not as much as the white soapies did, but. Well, of course. Why? Yeah, yeah. Like why? Yeah, it, 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 it even said like on the bottle, it's like this. Is, I, what, I don't know if it was that soapy, but they contain like, nuts. Like, there was like those horny oh, soapies. The 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 creamy soapies. Yeah, they were horny. No, they were creamy. They were, creamy. Actually, they were li- something just, with milk. There's some lizard no. cream. Yeah, it was lizard oh. cum. Lizard cum. Lizard jizz. And that. Jizzard. You bring it back around. <laughs> Jizzard. <laughs> the jizzard. It's all cyclical. <laughs> yeah, we will. It always comes back to yeah, jizz. Yep. Jizz.biz. I wonder when the first the time we talked about jizz on this podcast was. And was it the third episode? One? First episode. It was the third episode. Third episode? <laughs> Jesus. Like, we didn't even try. 25 minutes in. We always knew what we would become. <laughs> yeah. I'm become, you know I'm become, are. I'm become, I'm becoming. I'm becoming. <laughs> um, well, thank you very much for joining us, Bryson. Um, if you want to hear me. if you want to hear his lovely voice more, go dig into the archives of Los Ringo Bernabe boys. We'll have one yep. coming up in September. So toy uh anything? I mean, what, do you wait, wanna... why is this so why is this so long? Um, it's just Everything that happened, Drew moving to New Mexico, Berto's super busy. I had all my health shit. Uh, None of us really have a schedule that works for us to get together weekly. Yeah. So it's just going to be one of those things where Mm. when we are together, we're going to record and we'll be together in September for Drew's uh, wedding. So hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll, we'll all be, that's the next time we'll all be together for. Tree Fort. For snap, tree Fort. So. That's right. We're doing oh, a yeah, live show. We're doing a, we're doing a we live show. Announced, yeah, like we were announced the first time around. So y'all can just, even yeah. though I haven't re-announced it, you can just, yeah. you know, I don't we're mind spoiling there. that. We'll be there. We'll be square. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening for 200 episodes of us talking about wrestling. For me personally, it's been fantastic just because I love talking about wrestling and I love having friends to talk about it with. Yeah. And yeah. Brady's the worst texter. Yeah. <laughs> Also, just during the pandemic, especially like I looked forward to Saturday so much because I got to yeah. talk to friends and then yeah. just becoming. I mean, Oster has always been one of my closest friends for the last long time, but getting to become better friends with you, Matt, 
and then meeting you, Zach, and just yeah, becoming re- like friends. re-meeting, like <laughs> yeah, I've like, like for more than like a decade of like since we'd known each other, the time. Yeah, and, and so just getting to know you guys and just the uh, love I have for all of you and just what I get to do every Saturday, just hang out with my buds and talk yeah, about wrestling even just over yeah. Zoom has yeah. been fucking fantastic and also come because that's just what we talk about and yeah that is yeah, because at the end of the day baby that's what we all started as yep our our podcast network owns jizz.biz and somehow we are the jizziest show on the network yep we are interesting like, i thought that was a, i thought that was something that we angled for no it was called koji actually mm-hmm. kurt angle we karen angle um yeah. yeah is there do you promote anything is there anything you want it uh uh bryson not really. I mean, okay. I have a cookbook coming out soon. Toy. Hell yeah. If somebody wanted to keep tabs on where your cookbook information might be, where are you located? Um, just follow me on Twitter. Knox, Knox Gods. Gods. Knox Gods. Knox Gods. Great name. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> so you can just keep up with me on there. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Toy. He also has dumb shit. He also has a, uh, a far right podcast with Brad <laughs> Shepard. Um, Whoa. We have two. <laughs> You racists on the show? No. <laughs> Brad Shepard. You tell me that you tell me that mustache isn't so racist. <laughs> no. It's okay. No, I love no, no, myself no. As somebody, a good mustache. As somebody who often will sport a mustache, I will not I will not say that about the <laughs> yeah. mustache. I spent months of my life trolling Brad Shepard on Twitter trying to get him to block me, and he finally did. Hell um, yeah. My friend Mike my friend Mike just sent him a picture of Garfield porn. So that rocks. Yes. That rocks. <laughs> and then he actually was like, you know what? This is actually pretty funny. Like, you got one on me. Yeah. It's really weird. But what do you do when you have a picture of Garfield getting fucked by John while John's eating or while Garfield's eating lasagna? What do you do? And that is the you question we like to, to everybody. That's the question we'd yeah. like to leave you with. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, go ahead, Zach. I was just going to say, as Roswell Kid once said, fuck you, Garfield. Mondays are the greatest. Yep. Yep. Also, as Roswell Kid once said, "Yeah, I'll do a fucking intro for your for your show." Yeah, they did say that. I don't think we ever actually said that out loud. I think I could tell the guy had some anxiety. Uh, and like, I just like tossing shit. I of course, there's of course no hard feelings. Also, no shout out to being a podcast for four years without an intro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I literally... make fantastic intros. I know. But, like, I understand why like you wouldn't want to do it because God, it just seems like a lot of work already. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, but. I now live in an actual pl- like house, Toy. Uh, literally as of last night. Saying <laughs> here, um, I've done this entire podcast based off my like mobile hotspot because we don't have internet yet. Jesus, um, but I figured, I found I found out that we had, like unlimited data for that specific use. So, oh, yeah. nice. Okay, good. Um, but um, yeah, like I might actually be able to put some more effort into this now because I'll actually be able to set up a permanent place to work on this podcast for the first time in years. Nice. So. Um, well, yeah, what, guess what, listeners? You thought 200? Oh, we found our lane. We're sticking to it. Fuck no. The next 200? The next 200? You'll be like, Clearly wow, left field. <laughs> wow, this thing has... Yeah. Well, there's yes, not going to exactly. be... You'll, you'll look back on this current episode right now and be like, oh, I remember <laughs> back when. <laughs> I remember when they when they talked about jizz and before they got onto the much worse stuff. Just yeah, imagine somehow. what that'll be. 
Back when the jizz was normal. I mean, <laughs> how how can we make it worse? Is the thing like without That's being a, like problematic? No, I can't I wait. To, I, but you know what? Truly, I can't wait to find out with y'all. The Garfield yeah. porn is a pretty good start. So <laughs> Garfield start. Yeah, I'm gonna get into like we've joked about vor before, but yeah, Sonic porn. We're gonna, we're gonna well, get I mean, into we, it we literally in the early days talked about fucking foghorn leghorn. Hell yeah, there's I mean, been about. There's been about 10 discrepant non-human animals you each talked about fucking indiscrepantly. Okay. So, yeah. no, they're no, all cartoons, right? That, is, that yeah. is not true. Yeah, they're all cartoons. That is it's fine. Not true. Now that's I'll just say, a full face fucking lie. No, I, it's I, been I, like eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, we'll leave you be to the rest of your day. I can't track how long this is, so have a good time listening. Um and thank yeah, you all for thank but you all for good. listening thank you all for listening yeah. really you know, thank you so much Bryson it's been a blast talking yeah. with you yeah really yeah. I look forward so to this you... every Sunday so hell yeah this Sunday, one might, Sunday Sunday this one might Sunday. be a little later uh um, would would y'all fuck <laughs> grave digger. I'd yeah. fuck yeah. Grave Digger. Not the driver of the actual truck. Yeah exactly but the stipulation we'll leave you on is which hole <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah russell boys 316 says what legalized jizz <laughs>